0: Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. Listen, today, we have a special, special, special guest. (laughs) Dustin Dolan is in the house. Merry Christmas Eve, everybody! Ho, 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 motherfuckers! <laughs> How? Listen, we were talking. We were talking about this before. How, why? You wanted a Christmas Eve episode? Why? Why did you want a Christmas episode, bro? That, that was meant to be a secret. Um, okay. Well, good thing we're not live.
1: I wanted a Christmas Eve episode because I feel like kids are lonely on Christmas Eve because they're with their family and not their
0: Ooh. skate family. There you go. He's very, uh, <laughs> Kelly starts crying over there, yeah. you know, he's Kelly's very, right. uh, hey, no, man, that's good. It's very <laughs> smart.
2: Uh, yeah. I
1: like to uh, manipulate the planning of stuff that I do <laughs> in certain ways. That's you know? great. Yeah. It's cool. It's like controlled chaos. Sure. And I, I didn't beg for Christmas. I mean, you just said I could do it. Yeah, yeah, of course. It wasn't like... First one to ask. I'll yeah. suck, suck your dick for a fucking <laughs> Christmas episode. <laughs> I just thought, like... like, I mean, we didn't have a TV when I was a kid, but like, if I had a TV when I was a kid, and it was like, damn, like, coming to America's on... Y- yeah christmas eve sure i'd be pretty fucking psyched
0: (laughs) but but it's so true though like everybody goes to their family's house it's christmas eve usually they're spending the night at their parents house or their families or relatives right Mm -hmm. and they're not skating they're just they're they're bored they're bored
1: but yeah they don't really want to be there and as you know as you get older you realize like how important that actually becomes but it is a nice time to eat some good food for free
0: there you go. It's true. There you Very go, true. there you go. Yeah. Well, thank you for spending your Christmas Eve with us.
1: Yeah, it's Christmas Eve.
0: Well, cause here's the thing
1: is, you know- <laughs> <laughs> really...
0: <laughs> Roger's already pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously though, we were talking before the show and um, you're you're all over the place, bro. Like you were just saying like you're, you're, you got a, you're a in here, you're in Paris, you're going here, you're going a world there. Traveler. Like world traveler. Like, can you not stay in one place for a long time or what? or do you just like traveling? Like, what's your, what's your vibe? Maybe it's, like, the feeling
1: that you're getting kicked out of the spot. Mm. Like, in skateboarding your, yeah. ho- your whole entire life. Okay. You've got to go. Just keep it moving. I don't know. Maybe. You know, You never know what triggers someone to become, like, a, a constant traveler. Or I'm I'm just a I'm just ai like, just say yes. Like, don't look at the geography. Don't figure out your planning. Yeah. Like, I've had a pretty chaotic, non-timetable life my whole life. Mm-hmm. Where even school or, like, the little bit of school I
0: did. (laughs) Did you, (laughs) bless you. I
1: don't know. I don't know how to explain it in a way. It's just, you just want to go. Yeah. Like, you just got to keep going. Sure. I figure, like, you are although I've had a very great long skate career, if I get invited somewhere for anything, I'll just. You'll go. Go. Yeah and pe- most people procrastinate they're like well you know i got to sit down and i got to figure out the planning and all that. i was like Well, not, that's
0: not very skate wise is it sure so if i if somebody said hey on thursday it's tuesday say it's monday today on thursday you want to come to australia you'd be like, yeah, let's do this. we you going home for him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You want <laughs> to, <laughs> you wanna go, to you wanna go to Brazil. You want to go to Brazil. You want to go to Brazil on Thursday. Well, Brazil actually has a really, it's a really hard
1: to get visas for Brazil because I did want to spontaneously go to a wedding there at one oh. point for one of my friends. And Brazil actually makes it as hard for Australians as Australians make it hard for Brazil.
0: But. Gotcha. Okay. Do you want to pick another place? Machu Picchu. If you want to say, said, hey, why not we go to Machu Picchu on Thursday? I think I was there yesterday. Oh, there, see?
1: Okay.
0: Anywhere in the world I say, this guy's been. Uh No, but dude, hey, thank you so much for coming, dude. This is incredible, bro. We've wanted you on the show for decades, even though we've only been on here for two years. <laughs> if this show was invented decades ago, I would have
1: been here earlier. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't blow the volcano before Machu Picchu. Is
0: that a volcano, by the way? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know what Machu Picchu is. It's just a great name. Yeah, it's really great to be on the show. Yeah. I want to give a shout out.
1: M- major motherfucking shout out to my sponsors. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's run. Let's run through the Man, list. Man, happy hour, indie spit, fire baker, shake, John. There you go. Yeah. For always, like having my back over these uh, twenty years of complete random
2: chaos.
0: Random chaos. You've been with
2: the same the same companies the yeah. whole time, huh?
0: Yeah. That's yeah. You were just uh, you Volcom. Twenty-five years. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's like as long as a like girl has been around. You know what I mean? Wait, twenty-five.
1: Wait, how old
3: am I? <laughs> yeah. No, no,
0: yeah, twenty-four years. Twenty-four. Still, that's a that's a great run. Yeah, yeah. They paid me a lot of money. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good reason to stick with
1: them. And I did a lot of work for them. <laughs> hey, when I, I I've been a vocal workhorse, <laughs> and I love them for that because their tours have always been psychedelic. That's yeah. I don't know. Like, I've jumped on other tours with other teams, and it's like, this isn't family. Like,
3: mm.
1: from an observer side, like an sure. outside, because I have, like, this random thing of, like, jumping on other people's tours because oh, yeah. I don't have enough tours. Okay. So, I'll like, like I remember back in the day, I jumped on, like, a crew tour with, like, Ellington, even though I rode for Volcom. Okay. I was like, I'll jump on it. Ellington's like, I'm not going without you, and I'm like... I'm going on that too. Let's go! Ended, yeah, ended up getting like a couple of tricks for the Baker video Boom. and wow. yeah. hanging out with Penny and Trainwreck. Like can't 100%. can't be oh, that. Can't yeah. be that. Dennis like if Dennis is legit. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like for some reason, like people always think about when you go on tours. Like it's about hanging out with the other skaters. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the skaters are fucking dorks. Yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. But sure. sometimes what's cool is the team managers and the people that like had the idea to start the company in the first place are kind of fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And it's like, oh sure. yeah, you know, like even like yeah, Sandy, rest in peace. Like the mm-hmm. Nike dude, he took me out to dinner when I was like just, oh, like Puerto Rico is like, stay at the hotel with us. Like, you're, we're in Australia. And yeah. Sandy took me out for dinner. A lot of free dinners have come out of, like, who, who I thought is interesting. I don't know if <laughs> I was originally swindling being with teams because they were paying for it. <laughs> or I'd met interesting people out of it. And maybe free, a little bit of both. Di- free dinner is a fucking free dinner. Hey.
0: Yeah. No, nobody's going to turn on a free dinner.
1: Hey, you ain't got to suck no dick for it. <laughs> when,
2: when I was like 13 years old, I went to Huntington Beach Skate Park and I saw you there like 7.30 in the morning. And you were right, you it was, you had a hood on and you were skating and you were just, just shitting all over the park, just killing it. Shitting? Yeah. Killing it. But you were rocking Volcom back then. That's like Was that like the first company you got on? How, what year was it? I, mean, I was 13 years old, so it was 97. No, ninety-seven was exact. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember that I
1: was staying at Steve Stratton and Remy Stratton's house for Christmas that year. Oh, oh look at that! Huh?
0: <laughs> there seems to be a theme going yeah. here. Yes. Well, Volcom was, yeah, my first sponsor. But you have a, you have a good memory. It seems like. Yeah. I mean, just right now the ninety-seven thing, and you went right. You went right to it. You, you got a pretty good uh, memory with years.
1: The thing is, of memory is. I don't have a good memory if I'm sober. <laughs> But, Interesting, But if I drink, I can remember every story ever existed that happened to me. But you have to be on the exact level. I don't know if Of where you were back then. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm four the, beers deep. That was when I was 98. It,
1: it's like when you're on two beers, you can remember a story.
0: Mm-hmm. If you're on three beers, you can remember. If
1: you you know, suddenly you hit the Coke or you hit that, you can remember heaps of stories. <laughs> okay. But it's basically like a level of like... Obviously, like, they design drugs to, like, mellow people out or change people's perceptive of how they think on mm-hmm. that day. Or, you know, you ha- uh, you're ang- anxious, you need Xanax, or you need weed. or mm. A lot of people don't need weed, by mm-hmm. the way. Sure. So, not to be anti-weed, but that's fucked up a lot of careers, too. Okay. Uh, and everyone's gonna <laughs> some of your motherfuckers are fucked up on me anyway and that's it that's why i don't smoke it like i could just be like the guy that's coming on the show like oh, i stopped drinking you know it was really bad for me i like i did so much bad stuff i drove drunk i was crazy but some motherfuckers be stoned like wait Three years went by. <laughs> three, three years. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, motherfucker, why you smoked that one joint? I went to 15 countries, like, drunk as fuck.
0: <laughs> Sorry to say. Like, it's true. I I'm mean, not you know, yeah.
1: anything, each to their own, but it's certain, like, chemical imbalances, like, is exactly what people need. Yeah. So I'll get, let's get back to wherever the fuck. The story starts. Sure.
2: Huntington. Uh, uh, in 90,
1: 97, you were at this Stratton's house. Because uh, I got sponsored when I was 14 from Volcom in 14? Australia. Okay. I got a phone call that was like, and I was in school, but I was like, fuck school. And I hit a teacher with a skateboard. My skateboard got locked up in a safe at the school. Before or after you hit the teacher, it got locked up. The board got locked up because it hit a teacher. Okay, because I was skating in school and I was like, "Fuck you!" That's what I want to do, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the teacher was like, ah. "I didn't like break her hand or nothing, but it was just like a little tap." Oh, a little. Okay. So basically, my um, my board it gets locked up in the well when I was fourteen. Actually. Sure. Yeah, it gets locked up in the safe. That's a big safe. I mean, it's maybe it was like a closet. Prohibited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Prohibited like instruments of artistic ability i guess <laughs> you know i don't know how to explain it sure so anyway that was like on a friday and the next day was saturday and it was like the first contest i was ever meant to skate in which was two hours away on a train okay so my mom went to the deputy principal's house and was like you get back my son's motherfucking property wow yeah knocked on the door we found him in the yellow pages the wow. yellow pages, wow. just before Google. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Remember, I'm old. <laughs> it could have been in the Bible at that point, trying to find a Messiah.
0: We're looking in the Old Testament. I, need, find a, the, I, need, a
1: fuck, I need a headstone to put my fucking son's name on that, he, <laughs> that he's gonna make it in skateboarding. Was that day basically? Right. So anyway, she goes there and then she's like, "Give, give the board back." He's got a contest, and then the deputy principal made a thing, is she's like, "He's like." Okay, since your son only cares about skateboarding, if he doesn't win the contest, then he's suspended and <laughs> and gone from school
0: for this is like that's what? like a, that's like a threat. I was an equal or friend. An my ultimate... mother was not very
1: like very easy on him. She's like you motherfucker. Like give well in Australia, I was like motherfucker, give back the fucking <laughs> board, cunt. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like you don't steal my son's property. You don't fucking you don't lock up his shit. You know, right, it's yeah. like. It's his give it back now. And that's so I caught the train, won the contest. Won the contest surf, dive, and ski. Yeah, yeah, uh, 94. It was like the Holden Pavilion contest. And then that's when this kid, Peanut, came up to me. He's like, Yeah, Volcom, surf, snowboard, starting a team. You're the motherfucker that's 14 and won the junior. Junior, it was like back then it was like junior am sponsored, you know, bullshit. sure, sure, gay shit. Yeah. Not that the game was gay. <laughs> I mean, Brian Anderson sat on my lap before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you win the contest, you get back home, you're not suspended. No, but then like, then I left school pretty much after that. I what, what what grade? You you didn't graduate high school. No what grade way. did you leave?
1: I, I left in year nine because okay, like, the thing you got to know is I was the smallest person in school mm. i was when i there's some old photos floating around when i was like smoking bongs and shit like where it looks like it's an 11 year old you know like okay. but i was, I was around <laughs> around 13. i gotcha but even when i got to the states it was like i was here when i was 17 but anyway did you come, <clears throat> did you come here for tampa no i didn't come here for tampa i didn't know what tampa was <laughs> I had no idea what Tampa Am was. Like that's the funny thing. That was that was Reynolds' fault and a blessing in disguise. So basically, I get here. No, no, no. Uh, let me tell you a little story in between. Go that. ahead. So um, I dropped out of school when I was sixteen. Like had a girlfriend or whatever, and I was like, then I get this phone call. It was like, we want you to come work on a movie as a stunt man. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so i i was in newcastle I was skating with this old legend jamie fletcher and this kid dave tyson right
3: mm-hmm.
1: and when i got there like i was meant i just had a little backpack i was six, 15 no it's f- maybe 15 then and i was like oh yeah I'd like but this before cause i worked in a movie store and then this guy from Skatebiz in brisbane was like yeah there's this this guy asking if it's like we know any skaters that can do any stunt tricks oh, or whatever. Okay. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. So I took my measurements and I didn't think nothing of it. So yeah. I, I took the train four hours to the closest skate park, like undercover skate park because it was raining. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I was at a friend's house. That's how far it was to a skate park for me when I was a kid. That's, crazy. That's pretty gnarly, riding uh, the train. Four like hours? That, yeah. yeah. No, no, actually, like, the, the closest skate park was Manly. Mm -hmm. by the beaches the northern beaches so i would take the train two hours from my house Mm -hmm. then i would take the ferry the boat then i would take the bus you would take a ferry to go skate no the the train two hours then the bus half an hour and then i'll be at the skate park okay but where'd this ferry come into play what was this Cause it's from the Circular Key over to Manly. It's like crossing the harbor.
0: What 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 town what, what town did you grow up in? What what is it? What is it called? Katoomba in the Blue Mountains. I'm from I'm from the mountains. I'm not a city boy. Straight up mountain. Well, how did you? Okay, keep going with the story. we we'll, No no no, it's all right. Well, I was gonna say, how did you get into skateboarding if you're a mountain mountain kid?
1: I worked in a video store. Oh. Since eleven till till I left for America. What? So he, but he how, did you, but how did you? But how did you get into skate? You never seen Gleaming the
0: Cube.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's wrong with you?
0: I, what is that? <laughs> Come on, man. That's, no. So you watch skate video. You watch these movies. Yeah, but of we skating. lived in the
1: mountains. But it was just the same small town as any.
0: It's just like sure. a sh- a sh-
1: like a, for me. It, what's weird is it's a tourist town. So hmm. that kind of became harder in life because. You don't really want to do tourist shit anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And
0: when your girlfriends are like,
1: "Yeah, I want to go see that. and I'm like, "Fuck, I fucking grew up in a tourist town."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's kind of like down here. Like in summertime, it's blitzed. Yeah. Venice Beach. Everybody's coming here. It's 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 it, you can't even go two miles in 30, twenty minutes. Yeah, but say, what sucks
1: about Venice Beach is if you rip people off, the cops know who you are. You
0: know. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you did you get the part in the movie? I didn't get the part.
1: No, I went, I went to go skate with this uh, like Dave Tyson and this guy, this legend Fletcher, Fletcher Jamie Fletcher. Mm. Right, pushes Mongo. He was basically the Bill Danforth of Australia. Okay. Went and got a tattoo. whatever, Yeah, and then like the movie dudes like, yeah, hey, we're gonna fly you to Brisbane, and I, I was like, all right. So I get on the plane. It's the first plane I've ever taken. It's not a regular plane. It's like a,
0: a, a small plane. Like a little prop plane or yeah, something? Like yeah, like a yeah. little <laughs> tiny
1: plane. And that was the first flight I ever took. I was like... And I, when I was in there, like I, I'd seen this movie from Stephen King called The Langoliers. I don't hmm. know if anyone's ever seen that. I haven't seen it. It's where like they go on a plane and then time stands still. And then monsters come to eat. The rest of time. Oh. But they accidentally get caught in a black hole and they're stuck in a world where like matches don't work because of, like the end of. The, they're stuck in the, the world that you should be. Okay. Because they went back in time. So these creatures come to eat time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, I was up there and I was looking down and I couldn't see the waves moving because obviously when you're above like the level of the height, which I've never seen before. Right. Waves don't look like they're moving. Sure. So I was like, is anyone...
0: Like, We're stuck the, in time, <laughs> 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 which you literally are when you're on an airplane, sure. like, uh, That's
1: yeah. why being on an airplane is kind of the funnest thing because it's like nothing anyone can really do to you, like up there. <laughs> like, that's you're just true. Like, yeah. What are you gonna do? You I'm gonna? like speeding way past your fucking time limit right now. Like, yeah, <laughs> Back to the Future and or Into the Future in- and right now, <laughs> like either Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, I got that movie job, and then they're like, "Yeah, you get uh, four fifty a week." And uh, 500 bucks a day when you do a stunt, it's a, it's a nine-week project. Does your mom know? I was like, uh, my mom ain't going to pick up the phone. Like, I'll just be
0: here. It's fun. You're, just, you're good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I'm like four, 13, 14. You know, like, <laughs> so I like, just dropped me off at the skate shop, wherever it is. Okay. And they're like, oh, where are you staying? I'm like, your
0: house. And the guy's like,
1: that's funny. We just got this little closet that we could rent to you for 100 bucks a week. I was like,
0: sick. <laughs> so, so they're paying you but then actually no no the, the the skater at the skate shop oh the skater was oh, like, oh we just okay. moved into a new house like gotcha
1: yeah and so uh yeah i just lived in the closet
0: like what are you doing at this age like what tricks did they want you to do in the movie and stuff like that uh, they, like, want,
1: they wanted me well actually i was actually a stand-in like when the, the oh. actor was too bored to like do his job i, I just I come in, like, super drunk, like, Boozy the Clown, like, uh, Bad Santa, and just sit there, like... Because <laughs> uh, I was already
0: drinking... I was going to say, you were, like, 15 years old.
1: 14, yeah, Four- but I, I was already drinking a lot by then.
0: Are already drinking. When did you start drinking?
1: Uh, around 11?
0: 11. 11? Yeah. Why? Why did you start drinking at 11?
1: I grew up in a pub.
0: Yeah? That's... uh, It was normal. No, it's not normal. It's just that, like... For your me, family owner bars
1: see what the thing is is like people watch movies and then they're like they see like say Gummo or something where they see like hillbillies like snot glue and all that <laughs> shit like that like and they think it's funny it's sure like, it's not really that funny right but like from primary school since i was as long as i can remember i would go catch the bus to the pub my hmm. mom would be there but it was great like i thought like what a character reference. Like, for what I do in my life is pretty much study people anyway. Okay, There was nothing, like, too domestically crazy or, like, everyone makes it such a horror story. Mm. Like, it's just, like... And anyone, like, l- look at, like, for example, like, look at, like, all the Richards or the, the, the like, the, the Jaggers and all that shit. They all grew up in fucking rock and roll lifestyle. Right. They're all supermodels and shit. Like, <laughs> they all got, like, of course, they've got money to back it up. Because that's you can't be, like, an alcoholic from 11 unless you've got a bunch of cash. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> if you're smart enough, you can. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, they, they had that their whole life, but not, I mean, a lot of those families, like I've hung out with all the fucking richest, like famous people. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, what I grew up with is basically just the same thing. It's just like my mother liked to go to the pub and play pool okay. and hang out with like blokes and girls and just go to the pub. Sure. And if you go to like a normal pub in Sydney or anywhere in Australia, the kids are at the pub, they're dancing and like, you know, the, the parents have got them out. But here in America... You can't do that. You don't bring your... No, no, yeah. You don't bring your kids to the bar. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? How did they think they even got born in the first place? was <laughs> because they were at the fucking pub having <laughs> a <How the>
3: fuck.
0: <laughs> Maybe even
1: in the bathrooms where the kids dance, man. Yeah.
0: Like, this is where you were
1: conceived,
0: Johnny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The,
1: here it's like... you're right,
0: it, it, the, the
1: thing I wanted to explain is like pub culture and American... I'm going out for a drink at night. Culture mm-hmm. is a little different, sure, because in Australia and Europe and a lot of countries in the world, mm-hmm. it's just you go to the bar after work, right? You go to drink with your mates. You then then, then your wife shows up and you go have dinner and you go on, right? But so drinking's more of an afternoon thing. Yeah, and it's more of a social. And if the kid needs to come, and a, or it's a Saturday, the kid's there all day. All the drunks are playing with the kid. Yeah, it's not like. <laughs> Like, and, and if I say, how long were you going to a bar since? 11? It's like, probably five, you know? Like, think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But everyone's like, oh, that's so crazy. You were at a bar since you were 11 years old. <laughs> it's like, no, I was probably at a bar since I was five years old. But I was smart enough to realize I was at a bar when I was
3: 11.
0: Right. And then. <laughs> the drinking starts. No, yeah. the
1: drinking didn't start like that. It doesn't start like that, you know? Like, there's the mate, like, give the little fella a fucking drink under the bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like, give the little fella and then I'm going to rape him right? Him, you know? It's like, just a funny- like movies perceive it to be sure. or like Ronald Reagan said anything about like, weed smoking. If you smoke this weed, you're a goner. Like, it's like, the craziness about that shit is like, so like, pfft, it's bullshit. It's propaganda. Everything's yeah. propaganda.
0: It's just like a little gag. Like, give a little maid a little drink.
1: If, huh? if anything, the main thing that, Obviously being conditioned to drinking and partying Mm. to coming to America at that stage when it was kind of more straight, like straight laced was damn, this guy knows how to party. Like, <laughs> it's like, holy shit, all right. This is the, the little kid that Harold Hunter and Dave Duncan want to hang out with. This is, the, this is that little guy I heard about that's really crazy. You know, and like Jake Duncan got put into the same thing and like mm-hmm. Jake Brown or even before that, the Pappas brothers. That, like, yep. It's like, oh, Australian, they're already in. I mean, they paved the way for us to be fucking nightmares. Sure
0: this episode is brought to us by ag1 it is very important to me All you got to do in your URL, type drinkag1.com slash 9club at checkout. Go give it a try. So you were the stunt double in the movie. But then when when did you first... So you're already... At this point, you're already sponsored by Volcom.
1: No, I got sponsored by Volcom after the my mom had a fight with the deputy principal. Ah, uh, okay. Got me the board. You left school. No, I, no, I got the board. Then I won the contest and Volcom picked me up. Right. But then I, I stayed at school, but I was, get, I was like... It was weird in that school because like all my... My best friend is, like, from kindergarten and like that, mm-hmm. you know, and a few of us, there was actually kind of 10 skateboarders in the smallest school in Katoomba, which was weird, and we were the bad guys. You know in the movie where it's the jocks? They're like, fucked But we were, like, the ones squashing up apples and throwing them <laughs> at the fucking football jocks and, okay. and hitting them. And, <laughs> and they come up, we're like, what? Like, we are the punks, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, we are like, the proper... I don't know. It was weird because, like, my best friend was really smart because, like, he knew about jazz and hyper-intelligent school, like a really great artist. Okay. Like. And for me, and my brother was a great artist too. They were kind of, like, competing on, like, art, like, whatever. But it was more, like, art, music, fight. Huh. And the skaters knew of all, like, the rock and roll bands that were playing in the town around the 90s mm-hmm. or whatever. Even in my little shitty town, it was still, like, but I was underage, but they were just, like, give me a beer for the gate or whatever sure. like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I was also like at 14, I was like already in the cars. Just like the, you know, the movie that Jonah made, mid-90s. Yeah, which, yeah I yeah. thought it was a great perception on anything. to do. It's basically like that, but in the mountains. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, by the time I was like 15, I had a car and <laughs> definitely was driving it illegally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 15, me and my right. brother saved up from the video store. We both worked in Video Easy. So we like saved up and we bought hot $600 car. And I I was like, like the kid in mid nineties and had the car. Just driving around. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly the same shit, but like more in like mountain scenery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, I was just going, just going to every little contest, winning a couple. Like, and then like Volcom was like, we're sending you to the States. And I was like, ain't got no money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. Going to send you to America. Yeah, they're like, well, you're, you kind of, you've met like all the
1: surfers. Like I met like Andy Irons, Bruce Irons, okay.
0: all the surfers, and yeah. they're,
1: they're like, that kid's great. Like, <laughs> like I've met all the surfers. I can't surf. Like, no, I can't swim. You know, but you, <laughs> you could party. S- but I could party. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Fine. Roger gets into fucking input. Finally, it's been one fucking hour. Man. <laughs> 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 That's very Australian. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what were they sending you to the U.S. for? Like contests or no. just to meet everybody? It was just one time. What do you mean? They sent me to the U.S. one time. One, so time. one way ticket?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> but what did they send you here for? They sent me to Hawaii. To hang out with the surfers? I was 17. They, I had $200 in my pocket. They sent me to Hawaii. I got off the plane at 6 in the morning. You know, Australian flights get in at 6. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, uh, like, this is before mobile phones, you got to understand. For sure. And uh, they let me through customs at 17 years old.
0: Probably no passport, just fucking. Oh, you did.
1: Come on, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) You never worked at the immigration center? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 No, this is when it was really hard for Australians to get into America, actually. But for some reason, I don't know, these blue eyes or something... I was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna meet someone um, when I get off the plane." <laughs> they're like, "Who are you gonna meet?" Oh, they're my sponsors. Like, um, I'm a surfer. They're like, "Surfing in Hawaii." That sounds great, buddy. A, <laughs> yes, a stamp. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, he must be good. He looks like he's 12. <laughs> Let's chuck him outside at the curb for six hours. And he
0: smells like alcohol. Go ahead. For six hours,
1: he sits at the curb.
0: Six hours. Contemplating his life.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know how to call Australia from a public phone booth. Oh, geez. <laughs> at, at 17 years old, it's my second flight I've ever taken in my life. How long was that flight to Hawaii? It's fourteen, 14 or hours? 12, but yeah. it's not about that. It's just about you don't have any idea who you're yeah. supposed your to contact. It's before emails,
0: right? You fly to a different country and now you're waiting outside for six hours, not knowing what to do. Oh,
1: just like no, I like tr- tried to like put ha- you don't know like country codes. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sitting there six hours like, and then like these dudes turn up in this pickup truck, Hawaiian pickup truck bros, like, tattoos and whatever. They're like, you Dustin Dolan? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Been here six Belly. hours. Sorry. We thought it was 6 8, six p.m. you got here. Oh, shit. Get in the van. I'm like, you want some coke? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Slowly it worked onto that, but it wasn't very far from it. Okay. <laughs> so basically, the, I say the night, and then he's... Uh, but you got to understand, like, at that point, like... I didn't, I became like an anti-hero kind of skater. Like, I tried not to know anything. Because I hated the Australian skate culture so much. Hmm. That's kind of why I left. Okay. Well, it's not why I left. It's like the only choice I had. Because, like, then it was, like, really fresh. And it was, Mm. like, you know, 93, 94. Sure. And the city click was the city click. Like, one of the, like, a couple of the city boys were pretty Kind of, but we were, like, called Westies, like, or, like, hip, like kind of hippies from the mountains. Okay. You know? Like, and we're wearing corduroys, cut off, like, anything we could afford with big, like, belts and, like, 30, <laughs> but they weren't, like, cappas or, like, the freshest shit back then. Okay. You know? yeah. And those guys had on, like, the, you know, like... The Mac Daddy of Australia, like the ca... I don't know. Did you have cappers here? Or- I don't know
0: what the hell a capper is, but... It's
1: like the graffiti pants, like the dopest ones. And then like... The with the
0: stripes on the side?
1: Yeah, and the freshest oh, added asses. It was basically like okay. Palace, yeah. but in 92. Gotcha. So, and we were like corduroys with flannelettes. Like, we were like the proper hippies, you know, but... One of, one of the kids, Devo, he, like, res- he, he saw a little something, you know, but I, he knew I wasn't dope, so he'd, like, give me some wheels. Mm. Like, we were bro. We were, like, stealing boards from the stores and shit.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we had to. Yeah.
1: Or, like, steal a board, take that ever slick off, and oil it down so they don't catch us. Right. I... Like, <laughs> come to the city or some shit like that. <laughs> we were thieves and, like, like... Yeah, village people. You yeah, had to do what you no, had in, to like, do, right? Not <laughs> like, <Village people. laughs> <YMCA. laughs> like the dance way, village people. YMCA. More like, more like the pikey way. Okay, <laughs> but I was like, I would wouldn't hook up with like those fresh guys when I try and stay in the city when I was around fourteen. I would hook up with like these weirdos, like this guy called Duncan that like he like he had this fake tv money and he would go and swap it for ecstasy at clubs and get real money kind of like oh, okay. e- even though i was really little like i was like all right this guy knows a swindle like sure. i was like 15 but hanging around with kind of like people who i was more related to because when i grew up there was like people with selling off shotguns like that were robbing banks and shit at my house oh know? damn Jeez. but like just because like my mom's house is kind of taken advantage of as kind of a hideaway for like Gang, australian gangsters oh
0: wow but it's
1: okay. pretty weird to see like someone off shotguns in australia but yeah true story and she had like a boyfriend with like two claws for hands what like <laughs> hooks like yeah like it, both of yeah. both of his hands were gone yeah he blew them off or something oh geez okay i don't know if it was like a bank robbery or if it was like working on the train line or something god damn he tied up my kitten and threw it under the house in a plastic bag. That was pretty traumatic. Really? Yeah. With his claws? Yeah. Sound is weird, huh?
0: Dude. Jeez, what? that can—that's really traumatic.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but it was fine. We bashed him from out.
0: Oh, you do? Okay.
1: So back to this nature at hand. Yeah. I was just talking about the fresh cunts in the city that were. That's what we call them—the fresh cunts. And mm-hmm. we, were, we were like the hillbillies or whatever. But it was dope because, like, at that point in time. When Vulcan was about to send me to the States, I, the kid who I explained in the story before, it's going to be re- really hard but when I was, flew to Brisbane even, mm-hmm. there was a guy called Jamie Fletcher who pushed Mongo. He was like a fucking legend. He was a built-down fourth powerhouse.
0: Right, but, okay.
1: But he got hit by a car and smashed both his legs. Oh, shit. You know, oh, what, damn. But God damn! But the it's... other kid I was skating with was Dave Tyson, right? So he was like kind of became onto Time Skateboards, one of the freshies. Mm-hmm. So before I left, he'd gotten onto like the fresh crowd. Okay. Right? This is, it'll all make sense in the
0: end. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I hope so. so <laughs> are, you
3: <bored?
0: laughs> are you bored, motherfucker? Am I bored? You? No, I'm loving this. Are
1: you kidding me? So he became part of the fresh crowd. Like he got on time. He was like the opposite of me. I was like, the. I got put in the Bill Danforth category. He he got put in like kind of like the the Mariano or like new little kid. Was he hanging with Al Yeah, yeah. Albuglio was on time. There was like yeah, Mick yeah. Mick Ewan, Steve Tanny. Okay. O'Malley was the the warlord of like making all these guys dope because he'd been in New York before. Sure. So He kind of like doped out the crowd. And, although O'Malley's like done so much for me, mm-hmm. and we've been the best of friends so many times. But back then, it was very small in Australia. You know, right. The, the clique was, you know, as tight as, like, you know, a priest wants a boy's vagina to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. So anyway, that click was tight. Then, yeah, I get shot off to the States. Hawaii. Hawaii, yep. I land, got the six hours, got the immediate coke offer, mm-hmm. realizing, all right, I'm with the party team. But before that, like, actually I'd done coke with Andy Irons, the surfer, and Aussie Riot. Like, you don't know, maybe you know who they are. Mm, I don't, I and know Andy, Andy Irons, is, but I don't know, rest, yeah. Rest in peace, I'm not going to take it on your floor. Sure. Ooh. So anyway, now I'm in the States. Oh, Hawaii. Right. The next morning, the people that get off the plane are Remy Stratton, Alan Peterson, Bam Majera. Brad Hayes. No uh, way. I think Jaya was there too and Poncho
2: Muller. Okay, <laughs> That's a crew right. Yeah, there. Wow. jeez. I yeah. crew, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know who the other skaters were at that point or you, no. you never heard of them before? Never heard of them. Mm-hmm. Never heard of
1: I didn't know anything. Like he, this is like all I had was like I was up to like 4 on
2: Oh okay, yeah. When
1: I left Australia, maybe,
2: mm, maybe okay. four one six. Yeah.
1: So and for me, I was like, "Fuck!" Off. I was already pissed off about all the fresh cons, but I I loved like, like the Spitfire video was my favorite video. You know, mm-hmm. like the an- anti first like mainly deluxe. You know, I was like very deluxe oriented. Okay. Mm-hmm. For me, I like my I was, I, but I was like before that even I like, I grew up like there was a skate park that opened an indoor skate park, in between called Vertex. Oh. So there, like, the dude tried to get me on brands like Renaissance and Duff's. And, like, Renaissance, a Christian brand for me. Oh, really? (laughs) No, but but they were cool. I skated there every day for, like, maybe a year. Like, once that indoor... That was, like, in between, like, 13 and 17. Like, and my friend managed it. But what I didn't realize is, like, we were, like, doing lock-ins and, like, getting drunk with all the young chicks and all this Mm. weird
0: shit. Right, okay.
1: But I remember, I think... Like, at the end of the day, this kid, like, he swindled me one day. Like, he was my best friend, but um, I turned up one day, and he's like, you got to come, like, the place has been broken into. And he's like, fuck, the place has been broken into. Like And I was like, call the owner, he's like, hey, wait. They got insurance, right? Uh-oh. And I was like... Let's take all of it.
0: Oh, <laughs> nah, shit. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Like, we just, like,
1: <laughs> there was, like, stuff scattered from the whole way out, like, over the fences, and they got chased away. I think we just, like, took a couple boards or whatever. Oh, yeah, just listen. Just, like, because we were broken. They probably had insurance or whatever. Right. But and no, it had already
0: been broken into. So Yeah. yeah that was, well, your, that was but, your thinking.
1: But later on, I thought, maybe my friend organized that.
0: But oh, Oh, so you never got to the bottom of it?
1: I never. uh, I mean, me and him out of falling because I was going to the states like not too long off. Okay, I never really questioned him on that, and Mm. he kind of he he like raped my girlfriend when I went to the states.
0: Oh, Jesus! we
1: will forward.
0: That's heavy. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Ten years later, she killed her mom with a pillow. Seriously? Yeah. With a pillow? She's in she's in a mental hospital.
0: Jesus Christ, bro. So well, thanks for coming, <laughs> Dustin. This has been, it's been a wild show. I'm bro. not laughing. No. Like, I
1: feel sorry for people with mental illness. Of course. It's, like, a, it is a real thing. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sucks. Yeah. And it sucks. Like, that stuff for me was, it was, I mean, it's weird to say that, like, I was really in love with this girl, mm-hmm. you know? And then, like, my, she said my friend raped her, and then I didn't go back to Australia. Yeah. So I was like, all right well, I'm going to do the best I can here.
0: There you go. And right. That,
1: that was a positive vibe. Yeah, but it was weird 10 years later to find out that she killed her mother and now she's in a mental hospital.
0: Jeez. Yeah, that's heavy. <laughs> and I'd
1: like to visit her, but I don't know if it's possible.
0: Right. So you're back. So you're in Hawaii and all the dudes show up. Still yeah. Bam Margera. Bam Margera, Poncho. Alan all those Peterson. Alan Peterson. Yeah. Remember yeah. yeah. Then we're with Cully. Mm-hmm.
1: So anyway, more importantly on that trip is when I met Brad Hayes.
0: Brad Hayes is the man. Brad oh, Hayes is yeah. so the connection the con- to Baker. The connection he to is, my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I would not be sitting here now without <laughs> the Hayes man. He, <laughs> everything's so fucking stressful. <laughs> He's <laughs> such a good dude. Oh, I love yeah. Brad Hayes. He said, "Yo, you should come and hang out with like, my friend Greco and Andrew Reynolds mm. because like, Greco's gonna love you. You're because Greco's hijinks, and do you know what hijinks is? I was like, what, like, being crazy or whatever? He's like, yeah, Greco's going to love you. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, great, yeah, let me come. He's like, yeah, but there's a problem. Like, um, There's this kid, Dave Tyson, staying there, because he just got on flip-flop. Okay. Back to the story, sweetheart.
2: Sure, sure. (laughs) Sweethearts. Oh, okay, okay.
1: He says that you're a hillbilly, talking shit to Balala, saying, like, don't let that kid come here, all this shit. Huh. This is the word from the goat's mouth. It was like, yeah, he doesn't want you there. And then uh, I was like, fuck, who's this kid Balala? And, uh, who like, Andrew Reynolds, I, did, the, I think I'd only seen his union part, and I was like, we got the same kickflips.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was like... I saw that kid and I was like, we kickflip the same. Uh-huh. That was all. That was it. That was all I thought about Andrew Reynolds. The, the, the only thing I ever saw about him for me was the Union video, right to Skate. And he does a kickflip off a of five-stair, d- five-flat,
0: nothing, mm-hmm. whatever.
1: I was like, we kickflip the same.
0: And this is before Baker started. This is... Uh, years. Okay.
1: This is like years. like. So he's we, we, yeah. we,
2: Andrew was he's like, like an amateur, like for sure.
0: Yeah, he,
1: yeah. A- Andrew was like, this is before the end. Like, this is 97, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, but the main point was, like, Dave Tyson was, like, talking shit.
0: Okay. Because
1: he was, like, fresh crew. He just got on Flip. And what was funny is when Dave Tyson, the day that Dave Tyson got on Flip, I was in Brisbane on the, working on that movie but skated the same contest as an amateur mm. but i like fractured my wrist and i had to go to the hospital okay where jeremy fox was looking out for new australians mm. because jeremy fox has to have like different country people <laughs> he's the dark manager <laughs> so he's like this fucking like eye control skateboarding dickhead which like jeremy's been nice to me but he's always like i always thought about like you know, like like I respect all the freestylers that have like made skateboarding companies and all mm-hmm. that shit, like Powellander, like and all that shit about you know salt technology, and sure, blah, blah blah. Like obviously, fucking Steve Van Doren never skated his pile, but he's fucking a great guy and loves skateboarding more than anything. Mm-hmm. And just like all these outsiders, and so Fox for me was kind of one of them. But he's you know he found Rally, he found you know Penny, he found Alex Mall, yeah like and that's like gee you know yeah. like you're, you're you're trying to make english skating relevant in america and then suddenly your english skaters are better than the american skaters i'm sorry when penny came out it was oh
0: better, my god better oh, than yeah. 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 No, yeah, nobody's gonna argue with that yeah. Yeah. so
1: basically i felt like at that time jeremy fox was trying to go to australia and find a couple of little mm. fellas and so it was either it wasn't either me or 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 um, Dave Tyson because Tyson was dope. He, like he had a better style than me, like most people do. But <laughs> <laughs> but he got too obsessed in the world of being cool instead of being a good skater. Okay, you know? gotcha. So at that point, he got to there and was just talking shit on me because we used to skate together. I stayed at his house like mm. as a kid, like like. Like went up and stayed at his house. We'd skate at the park together. We were high on, but I was like doing more kickflip grabs. Like I was like more cardio, grabby fucking like Ur, I'm fucking launching this and like more of a skate park skater sure. than a fresh skater. You know. He
0: didn't want you to like step on his toes with what he was he what he had going on. Yeah, well when I well I mean that's what I heard from Hayes. Okay. Hayes was like, yeah, but this
1: kid's talking shit on you. Mm-hmm. And then and then like I spent two weeks at a Newport Volcom house with surfers and sand everywhere and I was <laughs> absolutely disgusted because I I was like that's when I got a phobia of sand I was like uh. you like a fear of the tar from her. I mean skaters I don't know I don't know if it's just me but when there's sand in your house on the floor at all times it's disgusting it's gotta be <laughs> annoying like yeah. imagine going down on a chick and they have sand in their vagina <laughs> all fucking <laughs> times you know, and I'm like, fuck! I can't even put on my fucking shoes. To-. But also, no one was taking me skating. Like, I'd beg Hayes, like, and he would take me to Miles Square Park, which was a bunch of ledges. Oh yeah, which is mm. like not what I did. No, I, I sure. had to sponsor yeah. me a video of like frontside f- frontside flip Indian down twelve stairs at that point. Yeah, in and, '97. And he's taking you to a ledge. And he's like, he's got this tape, like, just hey, it's got because like I made a tape before I came, like, mm. but it was on VHS in PAL oh, oh, wow.
3: <laughs>
0: oh right. so, so, there's no PAL players here so, whatsoever
1: that's not very useful for anyone <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to show to anyone in America right yeah. finally like someone helped me pay to transfer it like to MTSC. Gotcha. I yeah. think Volcom. Maybe Remy helped me out, or like I, no, Steve wasn't really that much. Steve was kind of not in Volcom at that point, but I think Remy transferred. He's like, yeah, sure do, whoever, whatever. Mm. I'm pretty sure I put it on at the house, and like Dave was there, and I was like, damn, fuck, he's tray flipping nine stairs and one of you fifteen rails against the wall, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't think they saw that. That was just to Jeremy, like because I think Hayes took me there. But but then like so I, I was at the house. I got to the house the first day, uh-huh. and Andrew said to me, "He's like, hey, you can stay here tonight." Because I was like drinking and drunk and seventeen, and me and Balali got along so well, and Jim was like, "Who the fuck is this psycho?" Right. <laughs> Basically because like there was some girls downstairs called the Courtney's and they came up and then I made both of them cry and Jim really liked that. I think think he had like a real, because for me it was like, for me it was like, I I know it sounds misogynist and like crazy, but I was like, there's six pro skateboarders living in a house Mm -hmm. and trying to hang out with these ugly chicks and the ugly chicks are kind of being fucking lame to them Mm. and I was like I'm gonna bite them I'm going to bite these chicks down like no offense sure <laughs> right. I mean this is way be- this is I don't give a fuck if I sound misogynist but this is the reality of it is for me I thought professional skateboarders lived in fucking helicopters <laughs> 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 Yeah, I, right. thought, I thought they just fucking flew into your, your world and they're like dropping off chicks like to everybody else like I had no idea you know I had like yeah. fucking one girlfriend like back then like in a bunch of other random like sluts or whatever but <laughs> (laughs) But what I'm saying is just, like, I I just couldn't believe those these five professional skateboarders in a house and then, like, a couple, like, square bitches being all fucking weird to them. So I, like, obviously pulled Spawn Style. Like, this is when I got the nickname The Devil Spawn from Jim, and I was, like, bit him down. I was, like, you don't deserve to be around these guys. But any girl will do that to any guy right now. You don't deserve to be around my girl. Think about it. yeah true mm, true, yeah, very true. I, I mean you yep. don't want to join the misogynist chain even though I have so many like good lesbian friends and blah blah but you don't want to join that but what I'm saying is like any good girlfriend to a girlfriend would be like these motherfuckers don't deserve you
0: right so that's what I felt
1: like and I was like
0: so you made him cry they ran back downstairs and Jim Greco loved you basically right
1: yeah that's the truth okay
0: the devil spawn and what sucks is
1: like before i left australia i pretty much only had like girlfriends mm-hmm. like, but, but they were just
2: just too rude that like, sounds like some orange county shit right there just girls rude or no babies. but
1: i wish they were even on the level like they were really great girls. they ended up for years through like hank staying at the same apartments as the warner crew like they were like kind of the sisters okay of, of everyone but that breakdown was just the first
2: reaction on my part. Right, right, right. Oh, so you eventually came friends with them. Everyone, yeah, because
1: they moved to the same apartment. They were part of the Warner Ave crew. Mm-hmm. Oh. Shoe and Tank, yeah. Okay. Well, they had nicknames. <laughs> Shoe and Tank? Yeah, but they were just, they were like, it was like everyone missed their sisters. And they were like always there. When we get kicked out of our apartments, there we'd move to their house. They get kicked out of there. Like it was just like they just kind of became like family. Chick, like any like Australian girls are really tough and part of the boys. Mm, so okay. For me, I was just, um, I, what 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 I was going to do? Anyway, at the end of the day, Jim was like, "You're the spawn, spawn of the devil, devil spawn, devil spawn. <laughs> Here <laughs> he is, devil spawn, devil spawn. You're the devil spawn." And I'm like, "Yeah,
0: cool. okay, I'll
1: take that." And then the next day he gets kicked off. Birdhouse.
0: He got kicked off.
1: Yeah. The next day there's a huge fight and Jay Strickland's telling him he can't write for Birdhouse. He's like, fuck. Yeah. So Jim leaves the, the situation. Mm-hmm. Then it's me, Ali Khans, Ali Balala, Brian Sumner, and Reynolds, mm-hmm. and Jay Strickland. Okay. In a two bedroom apartment. Oh, wow. But I wasn't, I wasn't living there. I was on the massage chair. <laughs> or <laughs> the floor next to the bar for, <laughs> right, or anywhere. But the problem was for me at that point was like, first of all, there's no room in the van for me to come skate because I'm just like this little dork kid.
0: Tag along, yeah.
1: Or where is someone going to buy me alcohol uh-huh. because uh, me and Allie were 19 and... 17 at the time, (laughs) right? And Ali liked to drink as much as me because he's from Sweden. He grew up also in the same kind of bar environment. His parents owned like a a gambling, Mm. like casino, okay, and a restaurant. Oh, wow! So he was like way ahead of that, but he was like more highly baker or baked. Mm. So they were mainly stoners, Ali Khan's. Ali Khan's would get really angry if he couldn't get weed, Mm -hmm. but Ali Khan's is more whiskey and uh, weed. Andrew had kind of just started smoking weed. Some of them didn't do any. Well, he tried, but he, he gets super paranoid. Mm. and Ended up beating up his girlfriend's father or some shit like that. I don't know, some weird shit. And nope. Turning it into Christianity. Okay. Then, yeah, Jim got kicked out. And so Andrew said to me that night, the, the night at the gym, he was like, don't stay too long. Uh-oh. And I was like, Okay. I just uh, don't want to go back to a surf house, and then three weeks later. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> <laughs> three, weeks. three weeks isn't a long time, you know. He's like, "Do you have a sponsor?" And I was like, oh, "Yeah, I have Uh And he's like, oh, "Well, I've been buying you a lot of Jans. Uh, there was this place in HB called Jans, so he w- he would split the sandwich with me and." Mm. And uh, I would like sleep on his floor next to him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a kid. Like yeah. I mean, I would at the start off. bed. Of I would start off like at the kitchen table like this, and then like when he would go to sleep, I would like creep into his room and sleep next to him. Cause <laughs> he seemed like the boss, and like most dogs do, they want to sleep next to the boss. Mm, okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I would uh, yeah sleep next to him on the floor, and then he was like man, like, you should go to Tampa Am. And I was like, what the fuck's Tampa Am? He's like, you never heard of it? Surely you've seen it on phone One. I was like, yeah, but I just thought that was like a contest like any other contest.
0: Yeah, you didn't realize it was this big Seriously, It was like yeah. Big yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Big, big contest to go yeah. to.
1: And so I wasn't getting paid by American volcom. I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I, I had no money. Actually, I was just like helping them take their stuff to sell it, like play it against sports and, okay. and taking it like a, like a Twenty bucks, so I could live for like off BRCs in El Polio Loco. For
0: sure. Like,
1: oh yeah, I'll will I'll clean the car. I'll do whatever you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta earn your way. Like, hey, I'll clean the house if you give me ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. But five bucks more, back then. <laughs> <laughs> five bucks. I didn't know because either way, like that much money was so much because you know
0: I came with two hundred dollars. That's so. right. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> and crazy. you know, if, if, if five ten bucks, you could stretch it. <laughs>
1: You can stretch it.
0: <laughs> Plus, if you got like dumb people
1: around and you go to like people take you to their house parties, you can like, yeah, drink some beer. like how's this kid? He's so cute. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking drink your beer. How cute I am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him wasted. It's like, I'm being wasted. So, how did That's you? That's the favorite thing is the girl, like, let's get him drunk. It's like, okay, go for it. Let's,
0: let's, let's get me drunk. I've
1: been drinking for six years. <laughs> I look like I'm fucking 13, but I drink more than
0: anyone.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, but uh, so yeah, Eric's, I mean, sorry, uh, Andrew's like, Do you go to Tampa. And I was like, all right. I called Volcom Australia. Mm. And then JC, like, uh, he was like, what do you need? I'm like, dude, it's been a month. I'm staying with the best skaters in the world. I think they're good. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I, <laughs> they never invite me to go skating, <laughs> <laughs> except the Huntington Park. They look pr- they look pretty good, and I can't do any kickflip indies here. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. There's no transition at this park. <laughs> <laughs> I was a Chinese skater, you know? Sure, Completely. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, I go with them, and I help them sell their gear. But I was like, JC, if you get me this 500 ticket to Tampa, I'll promise you I'm going. And I'm going to kill it for you. Blues, I'm on a flight to Tampa. They didn't even ask you where you're staying or living when you're 17 and look like a 14-year-old boy. Like... Kids are just flying around like that, yeah, floating around. So anyway, you went with the whole crew. You went with Reynolds. No, 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 no. no. See, what Andrew tried to do is pull me off onto the flip crew. Oh, seriously? Well, because Remy, you know, Remy was really tight with Jeremy Fox and all that shit. Gotcha, right? So, but the thing is, is it was still Tyson.
0: He was in there, no. but you weren't trying to get in there. You were just wanting—you just wanted to skate and just do your thing, I right? It wasn't—I
1: didn't even know I was going to stay with the flip dudes. Right, okay. But this is how it happened. Mm. Is I called JC. JC calls Remy, and Remy's like, "All right, you got to go, but you got to stay with these guys." <laughs> Me and Tyson got a room together,
0: <laughs> because Balala just after all day after you've heard him talk shit and everything. Yeah, but
1: we had to stick with he, he was still at the house. but yeah. he was just we just kind of kept our distance. Okay, you know, okay. you know when you like like you you're just there, but some people like you like Greco like me, and then Andrew likes Tyson. Okay, blah, blah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know,
1: even in the house that small, you can have a big brother environment. Sure, you know, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, then yeah, so I get there and it's like. You guys are roommate. And and, and Balala just turned 18, so he got to go to Mon's Venus. Oh, oh the strip club shit. down there, yeah. Yeah. And me and Tyson <laughs> had to stay at home all night. Like, God damn it. Can you get, made sure that someone got us some beers we drank. We talked a little bit about, like, the beef. And he's like, no, nah, I could just kind of tell he was just kind of faking just because he had to sleep in the same room. Like, mm. oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> Allie comes back. He's like, Damn. Dustin, I brought you a about from the strip club. They
0: brought you a present.
1: Yeah, and I think basically the next day is the first day of Tampa. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I killed it.
0: <laughs> Did you win Tampa that year? No. no. <laughs> no. But, you, but you
1: skated really well. I just skated as hard as I could all day. All day, like everything, like just. Because <sighs> I, I did like grow up, like for those two years in an indoor skate
0: park. Oh, so they are right up your alley. A lot of yeah. kicky
1: indies. Because I just fought kicky, kicky frontside grabs or kicky indies. I, I still mm-hmm. don't know. Sorry, Phelps, but <laughs> I don't, who gives a fuck actually at the end of the day? <laughs> But call it that. It's not a kicky indie. It's a kicky frontside. Who gives a shit? It's a kiki where you grab a fucking board. Grab the board. Yeah.
2: Did a lot of people see you skating there, like sponsors hit you up after that contest? Yeah,
1: actually, that day, Mickey, this is when it starts. Mm. <laughs> see, I told you the story is going to be long. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey- no,
0: because Tampa AM is where people... Get well, discovered, you know? know that. Yeah,
1: I was just skating a fucking skate park with a lot of people around. Sure, I was psyched because I was like, I think Neil hendrix was on the ramp, and I was like, Yeah, which is very good. And then like, yeah, Mickey came up to me. Mickey Ray's came mm-hmm. up to me, and he was like, and I was pretty drunk already, of course. <laughs> and he was like, Hey, uh, uh take, hey, you're you're pretty ripping out there, man. Like, take take my card. And I was like, Cool, cool, whatever. And just kept skating, skating, yeah. skating. skating, skating skating all day, like, um, skating, 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 skating. You know, you get a lot of fucking energy when you're a little fucking munchkin out there,
0: you know? Totally.
1: (laughs) And then uh, I looked at the car and I was like, Deluxe?
0: Spitfire. The shit you're into. I was like,
1: yes. So I just, like, pointed him out and went inside. I am like, "Hey, (laughs) hey, my name's the Devil Spawn.
0: <laughs> you did not. You did not introduce yourself like yeah.
1: that, did he's you? Like, yeah, I heard you've been hanging out with Andrew Reynolds and, and uh, Greco. It's like, yeah, Greco calls me the Devil Spawn. And then, and he's like, you know what's funny? Is right here. This tattoo says, "Beware of the demon child." Okay. And I never knew why I got it until I met you. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I absolutely swear. He'll 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 promise that to you. That, like.
0: That's the, incredible.
1: And I was like, "I'm with you now," and he's like, "You a boss." <laughs> <laughs> it did that. And then so that night I party and and like, but the th- also the another thing is is now that the Dave Tyson flip thing is gone is mm-hmm. it's me and TNT head to toe, oh, of craziness. You know? Gotcha. Yeah. So now me it's like and also I think I had a fight with like, Billy Rohan that night over a yellow jacket I stole off of him and then like, he came into the room and try and fight me because i stole his yellow like jack, tim- members of jacket. members only jacket or no, like, some shit. it was like a felt timberland jacket okay and like he came in the room and like julian strange was in there mickey and i like get the fuck out of the room and i was like yeah get the fuck out of the room and I'm like i'm taking a jacket or some weird jacket.
0: okay it was so random because
1: it's like a yellow jacket and i like I don't know what to wear back then because I did not care. Yeah, but it was just like the fact that it was co- like uh, I was cold in the air conditioning or something. I don't know, but it was funny. Me and Rowan basically gonna fight. Then he apologized. Then I gave him back the jacket or something weird the next day. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, he just
2: borrowed it basically. basically yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Julian Strange, couldn't stand me, and mm. Tony was obviously my competitor because we're this exactly the same age. He was gotcha. way better than me.
2: Definitely, mm-hmm.
1: definitely in temper that year. I think he won it. Even maybe. Oh. he won amateur, or like he was like but you, know, you can tell he's like way better at streets. Sk- I mean park skating than me. Okay, like, I, like this is like seventeen, right, or eighteen maybe, and he was just like skating with cardio and shit before. So it's mm-hmm. like uh, I don't really have a chance here, but anyway. We, me and Tony, we fought and, fought and fought and loved and loved and been friends and been for many a tour since then. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, ah, nah, nah. and then Mickey, but Mickey really liked me. So I go back to Cali and I'm back in the Newport house at the surf house.
0: How'd you feel about that?
1: Well, after a week, after all that excitement. Of being in Tampa with the deluxe guys and yeah. Mickey Ray's and all like the bosses and like Yellow Julian jackets. Stranger yeah. and like, I was like, fuck. All right. Time, time to go back to Australia.
0: Oh, you went back to Australia? No,
1: I got the well, call, the, the rape call. Oh, that, oh,
0: that's when you got that call.
1: Yeah, and I was like, fuck it. I'm fucked. Mm. Then, so I sat there and watched Jerry Springer when Jerry Springer was really good.
0: Yeah, he <laughs> oh, was, <shit>. uh,
1: <laughs> I couldn't believe it because I never, I never had a TV when I was growing up. I, I know. I only yeah. worked in a, a video store.
0: Right, movies
2: and movies, movies. Yeah, yeah. So but- that's what's crazy. It wow. sounds like you know a lot of movies because you keep referring to each scenario to a movie.
1: Yeah, I, I like when I was like, I grew up at a video store. Yeah, like when I was eleven, it was my I, my only job I've ever had besides skating is video store, hmm. which was washing windows to taking out bins, but just to get movies to watch them watch a movie, go skate, watch a movie, go skate, watch a movie, Uh, go skate. So I've pretty much seen, like, Quentin Tarantino style of as many movies as anyone's ever breathed. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's all I do. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how I learn anything about culture of the other planet. Because mm -hmm. the video store wasn't, like, a regular, like, square blockbuster that's, like, Christian-owned, where it's censored and changed names. It was, like, cult, heavy cult movies. Right, okay. Uh, You know, like, Shocking Asia and, like... Like basically, like what would be X rated in America, like R rated in Australia, <laughs> right? For my whole life, and my mom didn't care. Like Toxic Avenger at fucking eleven years old. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So that's what world. Wa- that's what America was to me was Toxic Avenger. Oh, really? New Jersey Jewish Toxic King. Hmm. It's great.
0: <laughs>
1: I was like, I want to be with Toxic Avenger's friend.
0: What happened with Mickey and Deluxe and all that stuff? Nothing. Nothing. Got on stereo.
1: I was on stereo.
0: Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> no, so basically, yeah, I was stuck
1: in that Newport house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly, like, I don't know if I was drunk and gave an address to Mickey or some shit like mm-hmm. that. But this box turns up, 45 pairs of Spitfire wheels, oh. 13 boards, and 15 pairs of Thunders.
0: Yeah, right.
1: I'm. I'm pretty sure it's like... Mickey via Remmer Remy okay. via Vulcan, blah blah. But I was like, For what are you me all
0: those wheels? I, that's a no, lot. I mean, yeah, shit. yeah. Hearts yeah. In yeah. <laughs> Money.
1: Stay in America.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: But you gotta earn it. Play it against sport. But, <laughs> it again. <laughs> no, but Mickey was like he's straight up about that. He's like, sell this shit and get to SF.
0: Oh, straight up. Yeah. It, yeah. it was
1: basically a package that and he said like, get yourself to SF using this. That's... Because I told him, like, I was from nothing. Like, I came you with don't... 200 bucks. He mm-hmm. was like, if you get yourself here, I'll, then I'll take care of you.
0: Sick. That's right. So Mickey
1: gave me, like, kind of like the, the Tripitaka monkey magic. I don't know if you guys are know anything about Chinese folktales. Where the Tibetan monk has to take. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit too te- technological.
0: No, I'm just Did you get a bus ticket or something? No, no, no. No.
1: I think, like, oh, I forgot to tell you this other story. So, after the night I spent with Mickey and Deluxe uh-huh. and shit, like, I had dinner with Jeremy Fox and the Flip Dudes, again, like, with Balala, Rune, Berg and Cons and shit. Okay. Then, um, and it was actually a quote in Big Brother, like, I, I ate with them, and Jeremy Fox is like, so, you, you gonna write for Flip or for, like, Antihero? And I was like, Antihero? And then, like, Jeremy Fox turned to t- Dave Tyson it was, and said, where were you? no he said to me in front of him he was like where were you when we were in Australia and looked at him and put him on a plane back to Oz yeah right Whoa. yeah but it sucks like I like I feel bad for him but he kind of blew it like and I was better
2: like damn but he sent him back? <laughs> that's pretty trash. yeah yeah. no actually he, he
1: gave him like one more month with me and Balala, and then like those guys liked me more or, like was it... I, even though I hadn't filmed
0: anything in the streets ever. but even though you said answer <laughs> But even though you said anti, was Jeremy Fox still maybe saying like, oh, we could probably get this guy on flip? No, he just kicked him off because he fought like, I think. No, get you on flip. Yeah, but
1: he fought the, but then like, I I don't know, maybe him and Mickey had a dark talk and he's like, I'll I'll take him for deluxe. Mm. You're not getting him or something like weird. I don't know. Background. Who knows what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 These motherfuckers want to flown around skateboarders like they're like (laughs) fucking (laughs) condoms. Trading cards. Mm. Like, which kid can we fuck up next? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or help. Sure. It depends on the person's personality. That's right? true. The That's industry is true. fucking disastrous. It can be, yeah. It has been. Yeah. It has been.
0: And it will be. Forever. <laughs> forever and ever. <laughs> no, but anyway. SF. How did you go? You sold all the shit, I take it. Got, no, some, got some cash.
1: Yeah, I think they sent Burnett out for me to like shoot a couple tricks, and I kind okay. of blew it. I think I had, like, a kickflip down like, a five-flat-five, five, mm. which was whatevs. But I think it was the first day I ever took, like, hash cookies. So it was, like, took a while for a sequence back then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know if it was Burnett or I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. It was, maybe it was Burnett. But it was, like, I know that, like, I'd stop smoking weed because, like, the weed was so strong when mm. I got... And Ali Khans and Balala and Andrew, they were like smoking bongs all the time. And I was like, shit, I left Australia because everyone was smoking bongs like my whole life. Now I get here and it's 15 times as strong as Australian weed. Right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. And I was like, if I smoke this shit here, I'm going to like seriously kill one of you when in your sleep. So, I was like, <laughs> so
0: you decided to eat a hash
1: cookie no, and I, go out and yeah, skate with Burnett. Yeah, but I didn't know Burnett was coming. It
0: was, oh, you didn't know no, this wasn't planned. It was, okay, it was like, gotcha.
1: Maybe someone was trying to sabotage. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, I just try. I don't know. It took like twenty seats sequences to try and just do but it was all right they ran it it was like woo, first first
0: sequence first sequence in in
2: thrasher i presume i'm not
1: yeah. sure if it was Burnett
2: though huh? see i was cooked were <laughs> you always skating like that were you like high or drunk like most of the time when you were younger
1: yeah definitely that's forever so
2: hard to do <laughs> yeah, I but sh- once you become adapted to it yeah, right you know, i mean yeah. it's
1: not i don't No, there's never been a trick where i haven't drank some beers ne- never never no way
0: Have you tried skating sober? Yeah, it's the worst.
2: (laughs) That's why I I thought the answer was going to be. Not to go too far ahead, but I always heard the story about you doing the cable front blunt to fakey down the rail in Australia, in in the trans part. They're like, oh, he he didn't even remember doing that when he woke up. No,
1: but that's what's misconstrued.
2: (laughs) Atiba didn't remember shooting it, and
1: Ty didn't remember filming it. So they blamed it on me, not remember doing it. (laughs) (laughs) They were cooked. Atiba was throwing bottles out of the van on the way home. (laughs) so they they just like as most like people that don't admit that they're too drunk is they were cooked right they didn't remember. I came over in the morning I was like how'd the uh, how the footage turn out to Ty and Ty came upstairs he's like, he came in he's like what what trick <laughs> I was like you motherfucker. <laughs> what was it
0: like? When, did you like stop at this rail like uh, f- after a party no, or a bar or something? Rail. or what? The
1: gold rail was never skatable till after one o'clock in Melbourne. Oh, the gotcha. one that I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of people have fucked it up, but I fucked it up like pretty hard mm-hmm. first. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, like kicking nose fake, from yeah. front blunt, yeah. switchback salad, like, kicking front board fakes, like all this shit. A lot but of shit. Yeah. It's a small rail, but back then it was still like big. It's like nine stairs. And nine
2: stairs was like, that was. The smallest but biggest you could get. You, you wouldn't want to do it eight the, the thing
1: with that pole is, the, the thing with the, the gold rail is that it has a pole there, which makes it kind of weird for your perception. Mm. But I'll just big up at it as long as possible. Sure. Fuck, it was 2003. It was,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, I killed it. That's right.
0: <laughs> it was just like a night of partying, uh, let's go skate the rail. So it's one in the morning already. That let's was go. the usual that for me. That was the usual, okay.
1: Mm. A a lot more night skating back then. Yeah. That was like during the golden era of night skating, I think, Mm -hmm. especially for us in Melbourne. Because I was, yeah, it was weird because, you know, when I filmed like all of Baker 2G, I don't know if you noticed, but I I wasn't in America for four years when everyone on Baker was going through their like Mm. cool stage. Oh, really? No, I was going through my speed golf stage.
0: Oh, you were on a different stage.
1: Four years i was not in america when i filmed baker 2g okay
2: and some baker 3 yeah when you're skating a spot i've always wondered like are you like into some mind like do you get into some mind state or are you just like go for it you don't care like do you just go for it right away when you're trying these tricks at what age <laughs> i'm saying for i'll probably say it the whole time but during baker three and like uh baker three and sight and scene you like dude, you've done all these tricks where you're just I'm just like what are you thinking of skating yeah. that spot? I was really good at skateboarding at that point. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course,
1: <laughs> but that, that was like that was a part, yeah, where definitely like skill level outdid invincibility of drunkenness. And that's not. Even did the word.
2: did does does the alcohol give you courage? <laughs> like do people say like oh liquid courage? Did that like give you don't you- give a fuck. I'm just gonna try yeah. this
1: when you're like euphoric. Like, say you're catching a free one, or that you think you're not going to go to a spot again? Mm-hmm. Or when you got the right people around you that make you feel like you can put it in your head where you're someone going on stage in front of two two hundred thousand people, when the people in front of you are twenty people that equal a thousand egos that you care about.
2: Like, and you just want to you want to do it right then. You just yeah, I would like out.
1: to prove myself. i been like, imagine that you have like short kid complex your whole life and then you're in front of people that look like fifteen times the size of you in giant They're like, bigger than life almost psychologically. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this isn't the fifteen people that I that you, th- that any regular person walking by is like, oh, there's 15 people watching this guy do a
0: trick. Right, <laughs> but those 15 people...
1: Those 15 people are 150,000 people, mm-hmm. even before the internet came out. And now, like, of course, you've got people that are like, if I do this trick... 10 million people are gonna watch this trick. Like, right. how big are their dicks swinging these days? <laughs> they don't, they don't gotta transfer the DV tape from PAL to NTSC in like three months, someone's gonna fucking see this shit. <laughs> the shit comes out instantly. You're instantly coming out the biggest waterfall of ego ever existed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: that's life right
1: now. Woo! <laughs> in your
0: face, drown,
1: bitches. <laughs> and that's life.
0: It's funny that you say that because also, you're almost the same age as these dudes too. Give or take a couple years here and there. Dudes. The 15 guys that are watching you do the trick. No, like you're saying like they're me, bigger. Most of them. Like, By like, what? Like a two, three years maybe.
1: Yeah, I know. But what's funny is like, say that short attention span of like when I kickflip back 50 country road, which was five years old, the last, my last trick in Baker three, it was mm-hmm. five years old.
2: Right. That was five years old? Yeah. You did that. And then it came out five years later. Yeah, it was
1: two thousand one. Holy shit! And the video shit. came out two thousand five.
2: Right. I was holding on
1: to ninth no, seventeen minutes worth of footage. At Jesus that point. Christ! Jeez. Because I just like <laughs> I'd saved it up and I was just like I was just going out drunk with like my good homies like Andrew Mapstone, yep. and Anthony Mapstone, mm-hmm. like all the homies that brought out all the pros and. I, I don't know, back then it's like when the pros come out to Australia, it's still the gossip remains amongst the crowd. But sure. I was showing everyone around. like, And when you show around the crew and you don't have a filmer and a photographer around, you want to show them what you can do. Right, uh, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like little, it's not like Instagram where everyone's like, I was with Dustin in Australia, but for that four <laughs> for that four years, like, you know, I had like the Keenans, I had like mm-hmm. the cliche teams, I had like people, the America team and I was filming shit too. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I'll take you to a spot. If you don't want to skate, I'll skate it too, which is very Fanner style. Like Chris Fanner is like Shit, I just take you to a spot. If you don't want to skate it, I'll, I'll fucking skate it. Skate it. Right. Was yeah. it was
2: that the same day that he switched pop shove it over to the that opera house rail that Keenan did? Were you there that day? No, I was there when he switched crooks the at the
1: oh, museum.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'd already done it. Did you tell? Did you say to Keenan A B D?
2: Did you? Okay. Hey, watching both of you guys do it is must have been. No, but I night. but I was
1: like But later on, later Oh on. later on okay. <laughs> When he flew me back up <laughs> from Melbourne, he's like, "You see that fucking dope ass uh, switch crooks I did?" I was like, "Yeah, I did it. Like, <laughs> I just didn't want to tell you. I never used." It. No <laughs> way. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, we. Just, that was like when I learned switch crooks. Uh, but but Kenan, but me and Keenan like we were like pretty tight on like, I don't know like, Keenan for me he changed my life. Yeah, he made me feel better than what I was.
0: How but, so? Like
1: I don't know how to explain it. Like Keenan. In in my life, like Mm. I I had. Have you ever seen this movie, like A Weekend with Marilyn Monroe?
0: Mm, No. no. Anyway, I thought you were going to say Weekend with Bernie, but no.
1: (laughs) No, but it's like a shitty, cheesy fucking movie where it's someone's perspective view of where they looked off to Marilyn Monroe and she was like, desperately weird and then he helped her and they made a whole fucking movie about it
0: okay all right
1: well this wasn't like that in any way okay (laughs) (laughs) gotcha Gotcha. this was fucking not like that in any way this was like keenan took me to the dopest clubs made me feel like a fucking pimp
3: Mm. first time in my
1: life where i was like i'm at dirty gothic bars which he liked also i took him to dirty gothic bars like where it's like Chicks, blah, makeup, and blah, blah, blah. he loved Marilyn Manson. He had okay. Fifty books of CDs. Oh yeah. And, and every Marilyn Manson ever, ever made unreleased mm. Marilyn Manson that he found in China, before the iPod, he used to travel with three books of oh, yeah. CDs.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He used to have everything in there.
1: And from yeah, but mainly for me, it was like, like when I was at a gothic stage, and I was like, wait, you like Marilyn Manson? He's like. Motherfucker, I got some unreleased Marilyn Manson you never heard before. So, we and then, like, so I took him to my chicks, my uh, girl at the time, or Mm -hmm. like became my wife, but took him to the gothic gig. Like, he's like, loving it. It was him and Stevie Williams and Brandon Beeble, okay, (laughs) at a gothic, full on gothic club. That is so epic. like, full on, like, freshest cunts out, like. Doped out to the night. Oh nine. yeah, Chains, Chains, the whole thing. Yeah. Everything. Oh yeah, the gothic chicks loved them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might have changed like the interracial gothic to like rap music at that point of time. <laughs> <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I was the first person to bring Brit- to bring black Americans into a white Australian gothic club. <laughs> And I think that's dope. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. Believe me, and these weren't just like regular Goffs. They were like the coolest Goffs. You know, because Goff's like, who's got the dopest chain?
0: Mm -hmm. Who's got the dopest man? What were you dressing up as? Were you just uh, like you said? He was—he was like you—you uh, you felt fresh. You felt no, 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 dope.
1: This is even before I wore sujai. I always had like fishnets and like weird like uh, okay. makeup. Like
0: oh, so you were like, doing the makeup thing? I, I think I
1: had like a baby coming, like basically a Halloween outfit. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, but then he's like, yeah. Well, for for me, like. I know everyone's gonna say whatever, it's like, "Oh, you didn't know fucking Canon. No one knew Kenan like Canon." But it's like, mm. pff, yeah, but everyone's gonna say that about everybody. Like, but he was just like, "All right, if I'm taking you out tonight, you gotta get some dress shoes, like mm. expensive ones. How much money you make?" And I was like, "Wait, I make a lot of money." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, mm, "Maybe we take you out to a shoe store. Maybe." I'm like, I'm not spending that much on shoes. He's like, shoes makes a man. Uh oh. Shoes makes a man. Like $200. Are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, yeah, baby. You got to dress nice tonight because we're going to a dope club. Next thing you know, Kenan's fucking two chicks in the toilet on cocaine, oh my motherfucker. God. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you fucking those girls. I ain't getting none. I wore all this fucking she outfit. <laughs> I went <laughs> out I getting none of fucking pussy again. He's like, yeah, but I'm beautiful and I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, fuck you. I'm like, you tricked me into it, paying for this expensive gear to come out of these clubs with you. Oh, I know you don't care about me, but you did. You just taught me a fucking lesson. There you go. Gotta have charisma as well as dress nice. That's true. That's true. Yeah. He got me on that one. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app.
0: okay so you never told us how you got up to sf you sold did you sell all the wheels did you sell all the uh the goods that mickey reyes sent you what, what was the deal right there
1: yeah so andrew I, I don't know if he was sick of me being at the house or nothing like that but he was just like "Well, he
0: did ask you to leave well he said don't stow well, well twice don't, don't stay here, here. <laughs> you don't stay here long
1: well i mean that was the first night but right now, now it'd have been like a couple months. Mm. Visa stuff, I don't care about or whatever. But uh, no, he was like, um, "You should," because after I got the wheels and shit, he's like, "So you're on deluxe." I don't oh know. yeah, you get a fat package, yeah. And then he's like, "Well, you got a little money now. Maybe she fucking head head up there and if Mickey said that you should go there and see him." Right. I don't even know if like Andrew even really knew much about who mickey was i think for andrew it was like because i was staying at his house it was like he was sending a kid for deluxe i'm pretty sure like he knew who mickey was but i don't think he knew like what the san francisco kind of hardcore life was about okay like i'm sorry to say but like southern california compared to northern california at that point is very different perspective. Nine, nine day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like and th- that's what's funny is because like most of the freshest skaters that have ever come out of California come from A and B, of course. And mm-hmm. it's like Carol and all but then they like go down there where like Keenan and Gino and shit were living and it was like it's kinda soft down there. Right? Sure. Like, you kinda doing street tricks at these little high schools, but it's kind of like Like, it's not reality.
0: And then they all move down here, but, yeah, Yeah, of course.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why wouldn't you want to, like, guess live in that kind of area, you know? Sure. You you live there, you know, like... But what I'm saying is, like, going to SF was definitely a bit of a reality check, especially, like, what I got put into. So, anyway, Andrew's like, hey, uh, you should go to SF. And uh, he's like, these guys are going up there. And at the time, it was... uh, I mean, the people that took me there was Patrick Godell. Oh, okay. And uh, the first gay skater. Jared Berry. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he wrote for Birdhouse, actually. Oh. And uh, he got kicked off. And he should have sued Perry Wellender for everything. Mm-hmm. Was it Perry Wellender that owned Birdhouse with Tony Hawk? Yeah, it was so, who was that? Matt Van Horn. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So he was writing for Birdhouse. Actually, he was going to have a part in the end, and they found out he was gay. And I'm not sure if he was homophobic at the time, or or Jeremy Klein, or anybody. Hmm. But I mean, most skateboarding was homophobic at that time. But all I know is like Big Brother was about to release the first gay skater way before Brian Anderson, mm-hmm. and I think it was before the end. And I know that I went and I skated the Belmont ledges with this gay skater who? Mm. well big fucking deal Mm -hmm. it was Tim Van Warren, not Matt yeah Tim Van Horn. yeah Yeah, I mean how am I fucking supposed to remember (laughs) but all I'm saying is like that was my first trip so my first trip to San Francisco was with Tim Van (laughs) Horn, the first gay skater and Patrick O'Dell like the second gay like uh not gay (laughs) 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 no I love Patrick O'Dell like he, he he got me up to SF you know whatever yeah 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 and um and then, yeah, so they, we skated the Belmont Ledges that day. I could barely pop up onto a ledge because I was still a tranny skater. <laughs> Ooh, that's kind of mixed
0: wordology. Isn't it? <laughs> uh,
1: but no, and, and whatever, we skated them. And then, yeah, then we, out, we went to SF, and Patrick's like, are you, gonna, are you sure? Because I got to remind you how little I looked. Okay, you're right. To get dropped off at EMB when there's an ice skating rink in the middle of it. Hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to skate A and B. No, it's a fucking ice skating rink.
0: <sighs> Must have been around Christmas time, too. Right. Yeah. So four
1: hours later, uh. again, when I'm sitting there at the ice skating rink going, fuck, I should have started ice skating.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would make this spot pretty useful. Pretty pretty, um, yeah, yeah, I'd be. love
2: to see you ice skate. That'd be <laughs> fucking great. I've done
1: it before. It's Yeah, it's like rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Anyway, so Mickey picks me up. He picks me up and I don't know what it was, like an old Impala, like, an, you know, an old car. And a police car. He's like, Dustin, you're the kid I sent some stuff to, huh? And I was like, yeah. He's like, get in. And I got in he's like, <laughs> driving like a maniac.
3: hmm
1: <laughs> Pulls up next to the cop. Fuck you, pigs. And they all often like, good one, Mickey, because he used to be an undercover cop or yep. whatever, mm-hmm. or a detective or probably killed people or whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know when they when they send me the boards he's like you're not getting on Antihero." julian hates you you get on stereo and i was like oh stereo i love ethan blah blah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but at the time i was like hmm i really like Antihero."
2: hero yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but i got tony to be competitive with or and julian hates me because i'm an asshole whatever sure <laughs> even at that age but um, so I go in and like meet Jim Thibodeau and everyone's so dope to me and they're like, "Get whatever you want." I'm like, "I don't have a bag. I've got this little <laughs> tiny backpack. Right. I can't really carry shit." Anyway, so whatever. I end up staying there for a little bit, like with Mickey, and then uh, that was about it. I actually have completely no recollection of what happened during that. I think like. Mickey was taking me to see Phelps, and then they were taking me out as like their little kid to go mm. get fucked up at bars when I was like completely tiny, and like it was like Mickey and Phelps show like mini party buddy, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. mm. but just like just like that's our kid, that's our kid. <laughs> Mickey was like, that's my son, that's a devil's spawn that's <laughs> I think he pretty much took me in as his son, and yeah. we were kind of just flopping around places and then like, yeah, I don't even know how tell you the truth, I don't know how I got back
0: to l a I- L.A. But did you get on stereo or were you just flow?
1: No, no. Uh, I guess what happened is, yeah, no. I met Pastorus and First he was past- like, yeah. yeah, he was super psyched mm-hmm. with me, and he was like, oh, this kid's sick, and we went out. Oh man, holy shit! You just made me remember like four months of my life that i forgot.
0: <laughs> 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 holy it shit! It must be how many beers you've drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> So
0: it's exactly on the
1: level, maybe. No, so they were taking me around, and like, I know the, the Six Newell and like mm-hmm. girl, and then like Andy. No, I don't know if Andy was in jail, but. I know that like Chris was just trying to take me around to like skate with everyone like Phil Sheo at the ramps, mm-hmm. and Max Shaves like just kind of they were kind of San Franciscoizing me. Sure. Because I've been in Newport and Southern California being a <laughs> pussy for too long. Or
0: whatever. You were just getting the sand out between your toes. Yeah. Yeah, getting the yeah. sand
1: and then getting more of the needles in in between the toes. Now you're oh, switched geez. from sand to needles. It, no, in poetry. Like, oh yeah, yeah, of that, course. That was how I would I would explain it, but right. um. But yeah, just kinda like shopping me around as the new little fella, like mm-hmm. like no homo or no like like illegal prostitution style, but just like just getting my little wings out, like meh, 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 meh. But I was already pretty winged out. Okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was a slightly pregnant eagle by that point. Okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> So you could say that they were, yeah, basically just showing around, and then like I met Foster, and mm-hmm. and then he was like, oh, my kid Tony and Sally and blah, blah, and it just like kind of throwing us into little kid parties mixed with Halloween parties, mixed with who's going to take care of this fucker, or is he doing anything? And Mickey, ha- I think Mickey was just like, he had a new kid. For Mickey, it was like, and for me it was like I've never had a dad so it was like mm-hmm. for, I was like <laughs> best dad ever Right right <laughs> yeah. But the funny thing is, is like I heard my dad like stole cars to get home from the bar so it was pretty much having the hopeful dad that I probably would have had it in the first place Right <laughs> Yeah But it was beautiful and like and uh I don't know where I went from there like I don't know it's so weird to think that like without drugs Because I wasn't taking drugs at any point at that point. Mm -hmm. I was just drinking and, like, hanging... I'm pretty sure just hanging out with Grower and, like, going to, like, Halloween parties
2: or... All year long Halloween parties? But You know, (laughs) (laughs) good (laughs) call-out.
1: No, but uh, I just, like, I have no... Like, not much recollection of those days. Like, seriously, like... Hmm. All I knew that... Ah, no... Because somehow I made it back to California, and then Andrew Reynolds won Skater of the Year, and I came back to SF, right? And yeah. when I, I came up, to, uh, Andrew forgot to mention, it was like, he said me below, or Sumner, uh, but I was in that car too. Mm. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> but Andrew has done everything for me. but. But I remember coming up, and maybe after Andrew won Scared of the Year, and they filled me out with an ice stub full of beers, and then like the picture of the legendary picture of Mickey with Andrew, where he looks like a little child. Okay. I don't know if anyone's ever seen that, but I think I stayed, and they left. Mm. Like Andrew left me in San Francisco.
0: The second time you went up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Was then
1: Shane on story all the time. No, I put I got I got Shane on well, me and Pete Eldridge. And Jr. Neves got on stereo. See, okay, this is the blur. Yes. Counselors. (laughs) (laughs) All you motherfuckers should get paid for this.
0: (laughs) Hopefully one day.
1: Yeah, I mean. We'll swipe your card when you leave. Yeah, I don't have a card, actually. I I was waiting. That's why Baker had to pay for my Uber.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Baker.
1: Okay, so I went to SF, I know. Yeah. Then I went back, and, like, basically, yeah, the Warner Ave crew had started, and I was like, am I um, part of the Piss Drunks? And then they were like, yeah. they'd just been in Arizona partying their asses off with Scotty and all that, Okay. Right? Then they went there, then they came back, and then they had the symbol, and I was like, am I part of the Piss drunks? Yeah, and I was like, yeah, sick. All right, well, I'm going back to SF to make T-shirts with Deluxe
0: piss drunk shirts
1: yeah i made the first ones.
0: Oh, okay sick
1: well deluxe made the first ones actually Ooh. mickey was like this is the thing like you guys look cool like well i'm not in a cheesy way like sure. that, but just like this y- is dope y- you guys gotta like kick skateboarding in the ass
3: mm-hmm. i mean
1: mickey was always like everyone's pussy as fuck right now like he right. probably bashed up everyone in the industry <laughs> and i was just on stereo but i was like can we make piss drunk shirts and the art department I'm not sure exactly who made the first ones but
0: you got on stereo well, they put
1: you they put you on the team Mickey was like you should put this kid on stereo because like you know Julian hates him and he's <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he'll piss Julian off
1: he's on yeah, he's- or maybe he's a bit sensitive to be on <laughs> an anti-hero you know like I'm not like Andy Roy like fucking spitting puking on people oh, I mean I did but it was kind of more <laughs> slyistic when okay, I yeah but, uh just took me in. Mm-hmm. He let me stay at his apartment, and he was like, "Dustin, what do you think we should do this?" And I was like, "Man for me, it was weird. He's like, "Who do we put on the team?" And then like, I don't know, when I got on, like Ethan quit, mm. which we, I thought was weird because like me and Ethan are very, very similar mm-hmm. later later on, through vans, me and Ethan would build like a way stronger relationship, okay.
0: Were you thinking he quit because of you getting on, or was it? No,
1: I didn't. I don't know what Ethan's like. A, he's a very intricate and very intelligent hum, human, mm-hmm. you know. And we've we've been for like the three years that we had a very close relationship. It was like for him, like basically, I think at that time, stereo was kind of falling down, and they started to do like anime graphics instead of like more like say they what i used to love is like the graphics of like music notes right yeah. and like beautiful like mm-hmm. clean. the blue note series and stuff yeah yeah like miles davis blue note yeah. Yeah. like series and like artistic and And then when I got on they just tried to turn it into like a a fake kitty flip.
0: Cartoony. Cartoony monkey
1: weird shit. Trying to compete with like World Industries? Yeah, World Industries and Flip and like weird, stupid shit. And and I and I think at that time Pastris was just kinda like giving up because he'd lost He'd lost Jason Lee, and he'd lost Ethan. Mm-hmm. And it was like... What do I do? Unfortunately, yeah. I, I was there, and i like, piss drunk kind of has nothing to do with the stereo vibe in any way. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was piss drunk, for sure. <laughs> and then, um, basically, yeah, Chris let me stay at his house, and then this guy, Arrow, which was part of 6 New, which is what... He's kind of a dark horse that Frank and John Klein... Do you remember John Klein front nose big spin down the, the Hubble hideout? Mm-hmm. He was a lanky guy. I don't remember this guy. Super tall dude, yeah. Super tall dude, huh. painter whatever like but but cool like he was my bunk bed mate actually. Okay. At, Uh, Because after Errol jumped through the front window of um, Chris Pastras' house, (laughs) well, I had a party there because I was used to like, when I grew up, I like had parties at my mom's house and bonfires all the time. So Mm -hmm. Pastras went out of town. He was letting me stay there. (laughs) And then I was like, come over. And this dude, Errol, who was Frank, uh, like growers and John Klein's roommate came over. Not a very good drinker. Okay. He had this little blue dots in the like and he, he just survived like a drive by shooting and he was like psyched because he was like, Look at the bullet holes, Dustin. And he got this stupid Dalmatian puppy that was like a nightmare. Anyway <laughs> He can't he, he came he came over and then like we partied, drank whiskey Jaeger, whatever, got hammered at Pastor's nice house with nice records, nice And Errol just fucked it up. Oh, wow. Smashed through, literally jumped through the lobby window of his apartment. And, you know, and that's like... What's the hippie area there? Like Castro? No, no, Castro's gay area. What's the other the, the hate or something? Yeah, the, ha- the hate kind okay. of nicer area back then. Mm-hmm. Pastors had set himself up pretty nice, you know. Gotcha. Like, I was staying on his couch, and I had a party there, so he's like, "You got to get out."
0: Oh, like, so he, Chris was pissed.
1: Of course, The dude jumped through the <laughs> fucking like literally <laughs> smashed through the front window of the lobby.
0: How did you break this, to Chris? Did, were you just, did you tell him when he got back or what? how did the whole thing?
1: Uh, I don't know. He just got back. He's like, hey.
0: What happened to the front window? <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, uh, Errol jumped through it. And...
1: Yeah, and, and he's like, oh, Errol. All right, well, it's your fault. You got to move in with them. Or okay. S- or something like that. And you
0: wrote for Stereo at the time. You were fully on and everything.
1: Yeah, I was on, but I was like, for me, it was weird because, you know, Andrew and all that were on Birdhouse. Yep. And Eric and Jim were on Zero and it was kind of like, like, all my friends that I'd first met were still down south. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I was, like, on stereo with Pastris, like, talking about what we should do with the team. And then I still stayed with stereo for a while, you know, which is because, like, Pastris is great. It was so awesome. Mm-hmm. But it, then it was, like, I'd go back down south, and then, like, Pete Eldreds and Jaron Neves kind of started to hang out with the crew down there. And I was, like, fuck. Well, well No. I this is like another part that's very hazy. Mm-hmm. Like Shane was part of the Warner crew. Like Shane was kind of my best friend. Like he's from Arizona. He's mm-hmm. part of the Scotty Ellington. Yeah. Shane Heil. Yeah. yeah, And he like just got k- kicked off like Foundation or mm-hmm. Toy Machine or some shit. And mm-hmm. I was like, he's dope. Like he's got all these like spins and shit. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was pretty tight. But <laughs>
0: Love Shane, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's the best.
1: Me, me too, with all my heart. Yeah, but um it wa it was weird because like, yeah, then uh basically, that was happening, and then I was staying with like girl. And-
0: Sounds to me like all your homies that you wanted to hang out with were down south, and yet you were doing something up in SF, which you were not really. Yeah, but the you thing, were stoked on, but not really. Maybe no, I don't know. no, this, no. The like you wanted the, to be down south. The thing it is, like.
1: is, like everyone started to come up. Like Alyssa would come up, mm-hmm. or like all the crew started to kind of like come to Six Nil. Okay. And and girl has been holding down Six Nil for so long. Yeah. And then it was like there was like some people from the Piss Trunks, the Warner, the. Which I haven't even got into, which is kind of tight, mm-hmm. because like, it, it just started to become like SF was like relating to something to do in Southern California, right? Because before then, it was kind of like not East Coast, West Coast, Biggie, Tupac, but it was kind of like these fucking guys down there, like Transworld Thrasher, Transworld Thrasher. Sure. but I feel like Drunks, Warner, and Six Newell turned into kind of like. We can make this work. Right. Like, in a way, it was like some of the, the those co-skaters came up to Six new Six Null and Warner and Pest Drunks and Baker and Mix of Deluxe is kind of always being like a a thing, a ball. I mean, Deluxe is way before everybody on that mm-hmm. point. But between that that, and it's weird because like, I, I'm not trying to sound lame, but I was in the middle of that. It's like everyone's gonna come up to six Newell because it's like the Warner and Girl was and and then then we would take little road trips down there, and and it was like, oh yeah,
0: right. Like, kind of had this common theme,
1: yeah, between was, the two. There was always like random, like like Scottish England like weird people coming through all of those crews, where it was suddenly like instead of just being like Californians, it was mm-hmm. like. It was, like, a group community of drunks.
2: Sounded like a hostel almost at the time. All of
1: them were hostels. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> like, definitely, like, the Warner houses were... I mean, Andrew's house was, like, you go over there and have a couple drinks and leave mm. and then head to the, the Warner houses. I, all I was, like... I mean, a lot of people have talked about, yeah, the Warner pissed drunks and all that, but I wanted to just put a little input into the show about how, like, the Six Null... And that contact came in context as well. Right. You know, like, because I think it's very important. Because I don't know, as weird as it sounded, it was like we were cutting out San Diego, which. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did they have their own thing going on? in? I don't know.
1: It was weird, like because it was like you would go down the San Diego area or anywhere south, it was like we were, I don't know, we were cutting off borders in a way. Well, I, I wasn't cutting off borders, but. The way I felt was is like, Osiris had their shit down there, and the piss drunks had their shit at Warner. Right. And then Newell had their shit in SF. Sure. For For me, it was like three sex of like, brand new punk beginning, mm. and we didn't know what was going on with anybody else. Like, I'm sorry to say, like, I, there was all this of actual skateboarding and fresh shit going on.
0: Yeah, but you were involved with what you were doing in the in that moment. Yeah, but then
1: I think like. That, that kind of punk era of skating related a lot to New York because there was the Lower East Side, which is also sparking. Well, I mean, it's everything with skating in New York mm-hmm. has always been Tompkins Square, and there's always been punks around. But for I feel like for the New York skaters, it was like finally some motherfuckers down there got some balls to, like, <laughs> be crazy. <laughs> sure, we yeah. live with all these motherfuckers on the streets around Thompson Square all the time. I mean, right. it's the same thing that happened, like, you know, say, like, in, like with hip-hop and, like, everything that started, it's a little, like, psh. But it was funny because, like, instead of Southern California being, like, Green Day and, like, <laughs> whack shit, like, it started to turn back into the old punk, which was, like, New York Dolls. So basically, like, the in, the East Coast influence finally got down all the way to the Huntington Beach rich faggots and turn, right. turned into back to East Coast-style punks. Okay. Like, St. Mark's punks and whatever. I mean, that's how I saw that's it. That's how you, yeah. Well, I didn't see it as that back then because, like... Looking
0: back on it now,
1: though. Like, of all the history that I've watched of what each city has turned into for what reason. Yeah. Yeah. But... I mean this was before Instagram or sure any anyone with knowledge that didn't read books was pretty much fucking stupid to the entire planet <laughs> cuz think about it between books and the internet there was a whole like gaping hole of oh. ignorance oh yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> like if you think about it
0: sitcoms on TV
1: yeah but nobody knew what the fuck was going on mm. like brady bunch I mean, yeah, we're <laughs> so, yeah. watching. Basically, for me, that was like the loop, and the fact that Deluxe made like the first piss drunk shirts—that's
0: amazing. I, I had no idea.
1: And then it was like that means that like they had respect for the piss Drunks. like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Anyway, but then yeah,
0: it sounds to me like you spent like a good year in SF.
1: Yeah, it was sick. Rob Welsh taught me how to front crooks.
0: Not a bad dude to learn from. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but he was like, you don't go out at it crooked. You ollie straight and then turn.
0: And, it yeah yeah yeah
1: then i did it down like a 12 stair before else, you know? <laughs> and, and then Rob was
0: like i taught that dude how to do and that the,
1: and then train train wreck came in and showed you how to do a real front crooks down a rail and it was like <laughs> 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 you eat the motherfucking rail
0: right <laughs> so what happened after sf did you come down i mean piss drunks have started no oh, then i left you went back to europe well, for I mean, Australia? I made the
1: shirts for the for the the crew. Yeah. Went back down there and okay. then uh, went back to SF and I had a room with like John Klein and I mm. I like sanded all the floors and put wallpaper up and like used all my money to make Six new all look nice. Oh,
0: you prop you did set it up proper.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I like to live like because I lived in like not so nice a house when I was growing up. So I was like, I want to make. I, I got bought carpet. I used all my money to fix any house I've ever lived in. And okay. I don't care if I'm leaving. I want like a place to look cool. Because like, when I moved into Six New, it was such a fucking scum pit. And mm. I was like, and I think, I don't know if it was Rob Welsh. Uh, it was somebody came in, someone who I highly respected, and he's like, how do you guys think you're going to get any pussy in this skate house? Like, look at all the stickers on the fridge. Sure. Like, who, who was it? fuck i wish i knew it it was something pretty dope yeah and like that was like one of the first things where i was like skate house so i took all the stickers off the fridge and i like got the carpets done painted it (laughs) It made it look nice presentable then i flew back to australia that was 2000
0: why'd you go back to australia
1: i don't i don't know I, i can't recall the reason
0: but when did the Baker thing then come into play? Because you're you're still in stereo. They did Baker bootleg. Baker bootleg. Right. That's right. I filmed some stuff in SF mm-hmm. with
1: uh, maybe Claravel or, oh. or Ewan. No, me Ewan or Claravel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back then. Yeah man it's like back then you feel like you had so many friends that would just appear and it was like a road trip and there was like a car full of fellas and then you're totally (laughs) then suddenly you got like all of them at your house and it's like every spot let's go right at that same time i was like skating presidio rail a lot by myself by yourself
0: yeah you just go down there and skate the rail
1: Everyone was at work. Like, Frank was working. Oh. John Klein was painting.
0: Okay. Everybody had jobs. Is that how you
2: got so good at rails, was skating that thing? Yeah, Presidio rail. No way. That's, I mean, he actually skated street rail to to learn shit. Yeah. Well, Presidio was barely a street I, rail. But still was in the streets, dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 You know what I mean? Everyone, well, I would skate <laughs> yeah. all the
1: way there from 6 Newell I would, like, walk up the hill and then go get, a, a sub like, a sub at the... Um, the sandwich the dope sandwich spot because it would last me like a week because I was so little it was like <laughs> and, and and then I would like keep going and go to Presidio mm-hmm. Rail, and then maybe like skate it for like four hours and then meet John Klein <laughs> to get this this first like fake vegan chicken even though I wasn't vegan but I like the fake one better
2: okay <laughs> yeah. dude skating in a hand row by yourself for four I hours I know no best. but people
1: would turn up though it was sick like mm-hmm. I would I'd be skating there by sure. myself like
2: did people ever show up and start filming you? Like, you get any tricks like that? Oh, maybe, yeah. I
1: mean, I I, mean, when I, I know that John Minor probably filmed a couple mm. tricks. Like, mm-hmm. when Andrew came, when he did that Nolly, accent, I think I did, like, kick the oh. board or switch crooks oh. or nose grind one AIDS. Yeah. Like, that was just my little rail. That was your shit. Yeah, but the rail, like, there was the same six stairs in Australia, the first rail I board slid so or grinded, it was a lot higher than that. Mm. You know, so for a, a tranny skate, well, more like more of a tranny skate over yeah. back then, the Presidio rail was tiny. Was it steep at all? Because I didn't have, any, I've never had any pop, if you guys haven't noticed. I've never done it. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's crazy is i front nose, that hubber in, in, um, in Thailand that's actually head high under the ladder, bitch. But I, that day, I was like on so many drugs, <laughs> and it wasn't—it wasn't pop
0: drugs. The, the like. pop, but the, the pop <laughs> yeah, yeah, was there. Got the, you up there. The pop was there, though. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know what happened. I just went faster and okay. longer, <laughs> so further. I just pushed that bitch. In.
2: <laughs> Wait, so you had no handrails? Like you didn't skate handrails too much before the Presidio rail? No, absolutely not. Like, That's crazy. The Presidio rail is definitely what
1: I learned. No, I never. I don't think... Yeah, and then uh, then suddenly I had like 411 kickflip board slides on like some nine-star in like Philadelphia or like... And then some. Suddenly, some double kinks. And like, <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> next thing you know, you're like, they're the like the handrail skater. Yeah.
1: oh uh, no, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. no, That's no, I was never a handrail skater. Oh, totally. Yeah, you, <laughs> I don't know what kind of skater you would describe me as.
2: The gnarly ass skater, dude. No, you just get buck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just a normal skater.
1: Like, every anyone can skate like me these days. No, it, I it was will just not a, say it that. was just I would say it. The, the perfect timing of that type of skater. skater
2: Yeah, you were the first kind of to start pushing into that boundary of that of that I think of one of my favorite
1: clips of you is a backside fifty fifty through the uh, kink rail and there's a, there's a gate. That was in Germany. That was on the Wizards of Oz tour. That was in 2001. <laughs> and I saved that. But I had the, uh, the amazing ability of making sure that I got all the footage I ever did for myself.
0: Oh, so you wouldn't let the filmer hang on to it? You would, like, transfer it over... It. I
1: wouldn't let anybody. I, I kept all the footage. Like
0: I was like, what was your reasoning? Why why would you do that? archive archiver, dude. Well, I know, uh, but still, I always mean, always have your footage. No, I. Well, that's not I, usually I you go out with a filmer, you film a trick, and then they have the footage. Yeah, it's but not they like you're tracking down later. Or they'll use it for I, I, something yeah, that they're working on, I was, or I was give like, it to Transworld. I guess in
1: a way, I was working on the Baker, the Baker to G video,
0: without you knowing that you're working on it.
1: Without, but like, I had enough stuff in the Wizards of Oz. Like that was filmed on the Wizards of Oz on video, mm-hmm. where I was like Jay Strickland, who comes into the mix a little later. Right, four hours late. No, four <laughs> hours late. No, but it'll be he, Christmas he he was by the like, time. Hey, <laughs> he was just like, if you get any good shit, like, like as long if you've got it. Like he was like for me, like you know, he's like he was like a Jamie, uh, Jeremy Fox. Maker okay. For everybody. Yeah. But he had the prob- the same problem that Jeremy Fox is, is to telling everyone they're way better than they are straight mm, away. Okay. You know, everyone's seen this in music documentaries. Like, you're the best, you're the best, you're the best. Uh, suck your dick. Sure. But Jay-, Jay never had that. He kept you in control and... But for me, like like Jay had a lot to do with making my career mm. because Jay was a, Jay flew to Australia to film my Baker 2G part. Okay, Jay gave my friend Tim Dunn the lens, the fish eye, to make sure that I felt he filmed me because he knew I was on fire. Gotcha. But Jeremy Fox ain't filmed shit, so. I'll put Jay on a high. Level okay, now.
0: okay, right.
1: <laughs> Jeremy Fox <are> eating
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's at the he's at the sub place getting a sandwich. I
1: got I got Jeremy Fox has done nothing but buy me dinners before, and I I'm down with that.
0: But <laughs> Jay was in the streets. He was in the streets, right? Yeah. I mean, he he was true down to earth fuckwit. So <laughs> when you went back to Australia, right? I guess stereo folded. Baker bootleg came into play, and then Baker to I'm sorry, Baker 2G, right? Yeah. And then so Jay Strickland flew down there to film you. Yeah. And gave gave your buddy the lenses and everything. And so you literally filmed your whole Baker 2G part in Australia.
1: Yeah. Besides a couple tricks from that Wizard of Oz sure. tour. Sure, right. Yeah. My, my buddy is Tim Dunn, you mm. see, like, and Tim... After he filmed that Baker stuff, mm-hmm. Tim Dunn is kind of one of the most epic creatures in Australia because he also made the play video, which is also one of the most iconic Australian skate videos that I had a part in. Okay. No one's really ever seen it in most countries because mm. it was on VHS. Oh. But it actually changed skateboarding in Australia as well at the same time. Ooh. Because this video play was the first Australian video that was edited. And Tim learned the editing. Tim was friends with Ty. Oh. Well, because like, Ty came out to film me for World And Tim and Ty had made a good leash. And, okay. and John Minor would come out for the America video. So all three of Ty, Miner, and Tim, and myself, mm-hmm. had gotten into editing as well. Right. So all three of them had inspired Tim as... He was he had tricks in the in the Baker two G video actually. Mm. He had like in the friend section, like front side flip from bank to bank, like and kick flip into a bank. Sick. The Jay filmed. But he like was more inspired about the editing. Mm -hmm. So so basically when Ty and Minor would come out to my house in Melbourne at that point. Well, there's a long Sydney story. Everything that I filmed for Baker is basically Baker 2G is in Sydney. In um, Sydney, yeah. Okay. But then after that, like Tim moved to Melbourne and made the play video, which is when Ty and the girl teams and all that shit were coming out. Gotcha. Um, and so I, with Tim's mind and Ty's mind and Miner's mind, like, I was like, e- each time, like just talk to. he actually owns the music we own a music studio in sydney called hanging tree studios oh wow! but he's like i mean he's not just a musical genius a video genius but anyway he he got the lands he filmed okay but at that point when i was filming for baker 2g and it was all in sydney um it sounds weird but nobody was at my level in australia Mm. because i've been skating with and everyone oh, yeah. in America. The dudes, right. And, and I mean, there was, there was like Mumford and Barty and everyone before me and the Pappas brothers, like with all respect and obviously sure. Lee Ralph and all of the geniuses, and all the legends, like, and so many more Brett Margaritas and Kale Nusky. Like, the, yeah, um, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I like have respect for all of them and everybody at the same level at the same time, but I just got lucky where it's like, I got the camera at that time, and Tim was my landsman. Gotcha. And Jay came over and lived the life, and mm. there was like they sent like the American people to skate, and even like Reynolds came for like two days at that point. You two know, days. I hadn't seen Andrew, and I hadn't seen Reynolds in like maybe a year and a half after I left America when I left America you you don't understand like I was gone
0: you're cut off when you're back then you're cut off back then it was
1: like oh another country
0: he's got that's what I'm saying you're cut off from the
1: world well back then it was like fuck Brazilians fuck French people fuck like American 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 and it was like no Australians are definitely gonna make it stuck at home for four years I mean the industry's here right I mean the industry was in America sure so, when I got back and I filmed all of seventeen minutes of footage and slowly released it like it was released at the exact time of each video we were doing it right it Gave a lot of inspiration to like a lot of people in different countries. I think to make sure that you don't have to live in California
0: to do it. To do, skateboarding. yeah, skateboard. You're skateboarding as
1: long as it's filmed well and it's edited to the right music. Sure, and, and you don't look like a fucking dickhead wearing the stupidest gear of all time. Right, <laughs> like, like, and even gear then was like weird because imagine coming back like in in the clothing aspect. Imagine coming back kind of like for me, I was like in between not. Not trying to be Balala or Greco or, like, mainly more like Heath Kurchart, like, mm-hmm. dressing kind of in a... For me, it was, like, suit jackety kind of, like, looking smart on a board. Sure. Like, looking nice. And yeah, then, like... Yeah. Keenan comes over he's like look nice and i was like oh i'll i'll look nice skating too there you go go. (laughs) right that sound yeah Yeah. but i obviously a main influence was like heath and stuff like that for Mm -hmm. me because like you see a lot of i think three of my covers are in a red shirt right like a red collared shirt yeah obviously that's heath like a hundred percent but who could who could not give it up to Heath? You know? Oh my
0: God! Uh-huh. Yeah. The man as
1: like I Kelly's like. A red
0: shirt right now. Try to pretend <laughs> on
1: pr- try to pretend on being a rail skater for a moment, mm-hmm. at least. Like my inspiration is one of the most stylish looking people on a handrail. There you go. And Heath knows that too. He <laughs> <laughs> he shut me down.
0: <laughs> so, like you said, you're in Australia for four years. You accumulating all this footage. Like you're killing it. In Australia, you're killing it, right? Mm-hmm. What was the video called? The Australian video play. again?
1: Huh? Play. Play video. Play. Yeah, right. but play video was more of a gothic stage.
0: Okay. That's what but like, like you said, nobody kind of nobody saw that, really. It wasn't like a big video. It just kind of came out and then...
1: Everyone in Australia saw it. Well, that's what changed like Dame Berman's life, Chima's mm, life. Okay. Like all the younger skaters in Australia, when they saw that, was like, okay, we're not making like stupid... Right. It had been a long time since there was, like, a really good video in between, like, even the day of time, like, the two years between, like, the time video where it was, like, all the fresh guys, which were cool as fuck, like, mm-hmm. for me, when I think back, Gorda made plebs. Like, I'd paid attention, like.
2: Wait, were these, like, actual videos for, like, a brand or just, like, just freelance videos where y- you guys went out and just...
1: No, see, the play video... See, there was this. Uh, the, there's these two brothers that still run Australian skateboarding in, in Australia. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, there was a lot of plebs that tried to, like, distribute. There was a company that, like, sent me boards before I came to America, Koala. Like, but mm-hmm. everyone was just so far behind, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, like... So there's these two... Two people I think that have uh, the most. I mean, Andrew McKenzie was in Queensland. He, a whole Australian lesson, he was the one that first sent me boards and sent me to Queensland to do a couple little demos, which okay. had to do with the skate biz and the movie business stuff. Okay. But I ended up buying all of his Baker old product off and starting my distribution eventually. We'll talk about that. Out of respect. Yeah. I think the two people that have mostly done the most in Australian like business is the Mapstone Brothers. Yeah.
0: We've had uh Map Mappy Andrew on the show. Yeah. So
1: Andrew for me, like he wasn't that I think no offense to Andrew. He wasn't that great a photographer when I met him, but I really pushed myself for him and he became such a great photographer. Mm-hmm. And it was just like for him it was like every day I would call him like We're going skating, skating, skating. Like, there was a a two year mark or three year mark in Melbourne where it was just like, but this is. When (laughs) now? When did I move to Melbourne after Sydney? (laughs) (laughs) Early 2000s? I remember the second day I was back in the States, I
0: Kickfoot foot crooks to Hollywood High. I'm going to say like
2: 2004? 2003. 2003 or four. What
0: year did Baker 2 come out? Two, 99, 2000. 2000?
1: Yeah. yeah, I remember I premiered it. it. It's funny. I still have the original edit of the the video. And, I, and Volcom, also, JC, paid for me to get the Bondi Pavilion times two to premiere the two-hour... It's like... Baker Two G is like one and a half hours. Mm, yeah, it's so long with yeah. the with the B sides and shit. They paid for all the beer. Vo- JC That's from amazing. JC from Volcom that has nothing to do with Baker paid because he believed in me. They gave me the last part in the video, which was fucking weird because I've been
0: mean, disappeared for two years. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I was like, so how did that work though? Are you just, are you sending footage back to the yeah, states? Yeah. So you're just FedExing DVD tape. FedExing boom wow well or yeah just like what like
1: every week i would send like a tape of like three tricks and like all the hijinks okay right and then like, yeah they, they would just uh jay would get it and and everyone was just like blown away because like you you got to remember like it's pretty uh People weren't being as productive as they could have been in Hollywood at that point of time.
0: And, as, far, as far as my knowledge was, right. And here comes you sending low heaps of footage. And yeah. partying.
2: Yeah. yeah, you're partying your ass off, and you're getting a shitload. And of you're footage. producing. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: no. Like I'm not trying to take all. Like I just I I was living in an like uh, behind a couch like with like insulation from the roof in Bondi Beach with, like, broken windows and pigeons flying in, in the, into the closet. Okay. With my friend Tim. Sound like squatting. Yeah. squatting. yeah. Squatting. Yeah. And there was, like, always parties with, like, backpackers and English backpackers and people doing a bunch of drugs. And we, I was just like, fuck. And Tim was just like, fuck. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Like, all right, I want to go do this trick today. All right. Can you uh, get a photo? Oh, we don't know any photographers. <laughs> <laughs> you rap stone. No, we're in Sydney. Huh? Mm. There was no photographers at that point in time. So it was just like, all right, let's go. Uh, all right, what can I do? Oh, all right, yeah. How about that line where you do a K-flip nose slide back 50, a 12-stair after it? Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was like just me and Tim. And yeah. The funny thing is, is we we're living in Bondi Beach, and we we're like completely like Greco Alley style. Like Tim was Alley, and I was like kind of, kind of like trying to be punker, mm-hmm. but I was more gothic. But because Greco was like punk, and I was, I was kind of more like sensitive goth.
0: And it's like these <laughs> sensitive goth,
1: and it's like Tim's like the Balala flare, and I'm like mm-hmm. this, and it's just. And then everyone in Sydney was just like. Actually, we didn't even. I don't think at that point in time. Besides going to the skate park to warm up, like we we knew who any other skaters were. Oh really? It was just like me and Tim, the film. Just cruising. You know, kinda like a Dame Berman hatred on everybody that's not into just skating, skating, skating. Hmm. Which is interesting because Dame Berman's always been a lot of motivation to me.
2: Yeah, you must have influenced him super heavy because it- yeah, the
1: first time we met, he had my uh, ringtone. You know when you could have ringtones on mm-hmm. the phone. And oh, he yeah. was yeah. like, I once knew a man from Newcastle, and he showed it to me. I think he was like sixteen, and he was super embarrassed because his phone <laughs> rang when he when he yeah but he's also been an influence on me because, like, he's sober and like he, he just wants to skate, skate, skate. But, mm-hmm. I mean, look how far that's got him. Hey,
2: did you did you have any idea the influence you had made in the skateboarding culture back then when the Baker 2G video came out? What about now? When oh, the video came out, dude, it, it was like <laughs> night and day. People had switched what they're wearing oh, yeah. to wearing like leather jackets. And, Not like, me.
1: I had nothing to do with that.
2: You were in the video. Those I didn't wear the
1: leather jacket in the video, so that's No, but
2: you guys just skateboarding, like, the way that all your crew had uh, what you done on Baker a 2G it, influenced it, a lot of it, people. influenced the shit. A like, yeah, night. but that was,
1: was Jim and Allie. That had nothing to do with me. I just did good tricks in the video.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but did you, wait, okay, did you, did, were you aware <laughs> of what was going on, though? Did you see that? Like, were you like, wow, a lot of people are really digging what we're do? What we doing right now. no. You didn't see that? I saw
1: that it, like Orange County turned into a shit fest and emo, emo music started and everyone started to dress like cowboys and all that shit. Uh, Basically, <laughs> all the, what I have to say about when Jim, and, when Jim and Allie started to dress like that in Huntington Beach, it was mm-hmm. like true punks were back. Mm. But none of them were for Orange County. Like, Look at the music that was coming out of Orange County at that point of time
2: yeah I mean from a younger kid's perspective, like looking up to you guys, uh, like a lot of kids my age just switched overnight to be wearing like just all about baker it was it was kind of i mean a lot was, of, a lot of
0: people did it too. was a, it was yeah. a crazy thing to actually watch let's talk about baker right because baker 2 g comes out yeah they planted the seed for baker to start. you're still in Australia, right it was two more years. After Baker Two G came out, everyone was a fucking big shot. It was a huge video, made an impression on skateboarding. Yeah, what was where was the premiere here? I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't go. Neither. But so, did, did does Reynolds call you or something and say, "Hey, we're gonna do this Baker. We're gonna do this company."
1: No, the thing the thing is, um, everyone pretty much leaves me alone because I don't know. I'm bit a little bit strange but um i don't think you're strange i bro. think that uh mickey called me actually really mickey ray's called me he's like fuck you i'm gonna punch you when i see you and i'm like what why he's like because you're leaving deluxe i was like what and he was like uh yeah baker baker's a board company now And i was like well i didn't know anything about that thought baker 2g was just like baker bootleg like, yeah another fucking video yeah right and he's like, well, you got the last part. I was like, what?
0: Didn't he- no, I didn't even know. You didn't even know the, you hadn't even seen it? No, I guess they
1: premiered there okay.
0: in 2000. Gotcha. Then I guess
1: when Baker uh, Baker 2G came out, everyone just fought the hot shots. And I guess they left, um, they left uh, Huntington-, Huntington Beach. Okay. <laughs> and then um, moved to Hollywood, I guess. Right. So I was still there in in Australia for another two years.
0: So Mickey Reyes broke the news to you that it's a board company.
1: Yeah, and then like suddenly like uh, Blitz was doing Baker, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I saw some first board graphics. I thought they were fucking awful. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Terrible, like. They made me like a kangaroo on a pirate ship or some
0: shit, <laughs> okay, you didn't, you were feeling but that. people
1: like those graphics. I don't know, people are like, oh, this classic baker graphics, like mm. all this shit, and I was like, they're fucking awful
0: okay,
1: so I had like my my homie Jack, the same guy I talk about a lot, mm-hmm. but to do a couple like a tattooed chick and like weird, like more autistic kind of shit, and then um, I don't know, like. It was funny because, like, what I didn't know is I was, like, a mysterious kind of, like, rock star
3: Mm -hmm. in America.
1: (laughs) As weird as that sounds. Yeah. But at the same time, I was just, like, so basically, like, people were coming out to Australia, like, the cliche dudes and, like, all random people. And and I was showing them all the spots I skated or if they wanted to skate, like, the manual padded country road. I was just showing people around because I was, like, the America team and... right. But I didn't realize like the significance of what like people thought of me in America. Fucking rocks. But you were so far re- you know? But you were
0: so far removed from the industry here. Yeah. And, Like people. I was still and, living yeah. in a
1: fucking pigeon house. Like still the, thought you wrote a Stereo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. The footage of me slapping Reynolds. Like Reynolds, what's wrong with you? Like he he flew there for two days. We did a bunch of drugs, and then like he fucking left after three days. He didn't even stay on tour. You know. Wow. He couldn't keep up and that, that
2: was that like America tour that he was yeah. on yeah
1: yeah Yeah. okay it was the on video one right I don't know but he was a mess oh. <laughs> you know and he came and like probably like we did a bunch of drugs fuck some chicks or whatever like normal like rock star skate shit mm-hmm. normal Tuesday right but um oh, I don't know what happened but it, oh yeah I went to Melbourne and then filmed the Transworld part oh in, yeah in a week mm-hmm. or whatever in a week yeah something like that okay well, the interview was shot in a week with a T-bar. Mm, jeez. And because, like, the map stones and I, like... I, like, I met a chick in, in Melbourne and then she came to Sydney and then I moved to Melbourne for her. I was living in, like, separate bedrooms because, like, her mom was, like, a little more strict. Oh, like that. okay. I mean, like, think about it. I'm uh, 21 years old. Yeah, and right. And the chick's, like, 19 or whatever. Sure. So, like... I'm whatever I am in the States with this part, but I'm like living in like
0: it's separate rooms uh, from your from your girlfriend. <laughs> Just by sneaking in at night, huh? Yeah, a little sneaky. Right. Sneaky sneaky.
1: <laughs> but uh like I'm like living in, in the suburbs, like in Hawthorne, it's like in the suburbs, like I I still was homeless still. Oh
0: homeless. right, okay.
1: I mean I was homeless i i I've still been homeless for another two years. Mm. <laughs> like I'm I'm still homeless. Like when Baker It two G came out, I'm still homeless. Right, living with at a family's house with the girl that I can't sleep in the same bed. With. Sure. So then, yeah, that's going on, and then she, her parents kick her out, and then I find a place with like these two like kind of hairdresser chicks, hmm. and they they like the the reality show Big Brother. Oh and, yeah, and hmm. Limbiscuit. Okay, which was probably like the worst.
0: You're a big fan of Olympic biscuit.
1: (laughs) I I actually saw Fred death in a restaurant (laughs) later and told him that he was the worst person ever. Oh
0: oh my god! (laughs) I'm sure he loved that. I think
1: it was at Koi or some some restaurant. (laughs) But uh, the thing is, is like I was still homeless basically, and I was living in this like it was kind of a cool house in like Richmond, Collingwood, and. I had a kiddie pool out the front. It was a pretty hot summer, but Reynolds came to visit me again on our next American tour, and I was doing, like, a lot of speed.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: It really into gothic, but that's when I, like, got my transfer part done. Mm. Like, I got, like, the front heel of the gap, the, front, the crooks down, like, the 19th stair. Okay. Where I, like, land oh. with all the belts twirling around. Sure,
2: there. sure.
1: Reynolds is there, like. <laughs> I don't know if you ever Watched that If you see Ronald In the back of life yeah, so watch the gnarliest <laughs> Thing ever And
2: he's like Oh, oh yeah that's cool So
1: I was filming Like yeah Me and it Like it was like A joint And Andrew had some stuff mm-hmm. And blah blah And I think Evan w- came in town at the same time and he was like 14, keep flipping 15 stairs. Like, yeah. I don't know. They were just kind of sending. Uh, Lenosi was staying with me, but I think he hurt his, like, his knee or something at that point. But he just still stayed and partied with me. Was, mm. And then, that, yeah. yeah. At that point, like, the flip team was in town a lot. Balala was kind of like, woo, and, uh, like being a legend. That's when I filmed his Baker 3 part. Like, I filmed a lot of. Like I filmed and edited ba- Ali Balala's part for Baker Three at that, yeah. at that kind of point in time, mm-hmm. and I also filmed like a lot filmed sure a lot of the America video. Any of the tricks in Australia that's a second angle is mine. Okay, actually, I, I filmed a lot of stuff. I filmed John Rattray's form on in intro, the nose blunt now, clipper in the Wu Tang. Oh Ooh. shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> were wearing like the Hawaiian shirt. No, it's a Wu Tang. It's a Wu Tang shirt. Oh, it's is it? Shirt. Oh, yeah. still has yeah. it too. I really yeah, know. I was the first one to get on the vending machine to get a dope angle of that spot. <laughs> so I used to film like I, I filmed all the time.
0: Well, that was that's what interests me too. Is like you know you like you said you edited uh, Ali's part and you, you like you're a big editor and I, I just never really took you for being on that side of the. Uh, the industry, you know, like editing and filming and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. It's, well that, uh, it kind of surprised me when I heard all that. I was like, oh, shit, that's fucking sick.
1: Yeah, but, like, if, like, ties your friend and, and like, it, it was so cool back then because the programs were so, like, fun, from Final Cut 1 to Final Cut 3, mm-hmm. like, the stuff that you could do, like, and then when they would come in town, I would have, like, a barbecue at my house. Or whatever, and then I would like ask Miner like, "Hey, show me all the shit you learned recently." Or Ty like, sh- "Show me all the shit." He's like, "You know you can do this. This is a shortcut. This is a shortcut." So yeah, I was like, D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d. "I'm I'm very quick with editing." Like, yeah, and a lot of the stuff that I edit is it's not like second guessing. It's just like, "Hey, it looks good like that." Looks good. And that that's like a lot to do with the Baker stuff. Is like, <laughs> look at this gay bird movement. So funny. <laughs> or like the dude tripping like the friend sections or like beagle i've edited i I think i've edited every one of beagle's sections Mm -hmm. and then like for andrew andrew has like a lot of patience with the people that he wants to make look fucking great andrew's a great editor because he sees things that he doesn't see but with me and andrew we have such a great process of editing because it's like I'll make it messy, but still fun, and then he'll clean it up perfect. Hmm. And then I'll go in and go, but wait, we could exchange this one split second of some someone going like, bah, blah, blah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like me and Andrew, we were great as editors together because we have this Andrew and my insen- sense of humor. Although like I'm a drunk and he's a supposed ho- like sober guy or whatever, but. <laughs> the sense of humor has never changed little kid sense of humor
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: so the way that we edit is like you're say you're like a 14 year old kid watching yeah coming to America for the first time or trading places it's like like Eddie Murphy could go like "Ah, ah, ah."
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: that's it it's those little things no but it's it's got nothing to do with the little things unless there's the beagle aspect where like Andrew's a very busy man mm-hmm. and blah, blah. But if Beagle doesn't show you exactly what he thinks is funny yeah. out of anything, then you don't understand what the clip's about. Sure. Like, it's even confusing for me and Andrew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, oh, so he tells you what what's funny about the clip? Yeah, because, like, uh, well, I mean, the way that we're doing the new video is, like, like sh- okay, this we go through five hours me and Beagle like it's like five minutes right <laughs> but it's like he's like all right wait I know I I I, I know that I logged this clip for some reason <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like Beagle dude it, it's a five minute clip dude. yeah like, hey he's like no there's a funny part in this <laughs> no no wait wait. Right here, like, and and for me,
0: like, to to watch Beagle be excited. I could watch that for hours. Yeah.
1: Oh, uh, someone should film me Beagle where I'm like trying to be like the Sherlock, like, hmm, Beagle. (laughs) What is it in this clip? No. I swear to God, at 3.12 seconds,
0: something's gonna happen. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. I've got
1: it written down (laughs) here. But it always is, and I'm like, okay. Because he's like, don't scroll too fast. Because I'm like... Grr, yeah, yeah, Grr, yeah. Grr. Like, dude, we got fucking five hours of CJ's hijinks right now to deal with. And he's like, no, no. There's this one second where he does this one look. And I'm like, that's the look. That's the that look. Need. But
0: that that's what makes him so fucking brilliant yeah. at what he does and what these Baker videos are, you know?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like it sucks I mean without that it sucks to have such pride over so many great masterpieces that have been out there and- <laughs> in skate <laughs> man down in, no, in, no it's not in skateboarding <laughs> yeah like, it, I feel sorry for people because like people put in a lot of work and like there is great videos and like I, I like that polar video that was really fucking good mm-hmm, I thought mm-hmm. yeah. like, and I like a lot of videos. I like, I like the Girl and Chocolate new one, but the, 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 the aesthetic of like genuineness is kind of harder to do these days when, yeah. you, when you have new writers. But it's funny if what Andrew does is picks the, the writers that still have the characteristics that the old ones had mm. for Beagle <laughs> to find, right? <laughs> for Dusty to try and filter out <laughs> with Beagle, for Andrew to clean. Sure. Sure. It's like a car wash where you find like the white walls weren't actually there in the first place, but now they're there. They're,
0: they're right. <laughs> wash the dirt off of them. But so the editing process, do you come to LA to help edit stuff and then go like, do you, how does that work? Uh, yeah. Because like you said, sometimes there's like five hours of one thing that you have to find with Beagle. You well, know.
1: well, there is no edi- editing process. Until I come. Okay. Basically, I mean, there is like with Bake of Three, like everyone's footage was there. But mm-hmm. the problem was, is like Andrew's mind is like, he's like OCD. So he makes a part. And then he changed, and then suddenly there's like 15 different timelines of a
0: part. But see, I think that's the that messes everything up. I almost think that when, when you edit something, <laughs> like the first one you edit is always probably going to be the best yeah. one. No, but you this, go back and try to change the whole thing. It's never going to come out the same as the first try. The thing with Andrew's
1: editing attention span mm-hmm. is that there is an amazing part always, sure, an amazing, but there's so many different people. Like, Andrew, Andrew has a, a very shit attention span. Has, okay. Like, for him, it seems like everything is all over, over the place in a great... But the way, hopefully, this time, I, I just I just fly back, like, in the middle and, and just, like, show Beagle, this is the process. Mm-hmm. We have the best of hijinks. I know it sounds more like... It's weird to explain because you want everything to be spontaneous, but not everything can be spontaneous unless there's some type of organization. Of course, you know, yeah. sure. Basically, as long as everything is on a timeline of like best of hijinks, like credit hijinks, blah blah. Sure. As long as Andrew has a little bit of stuff to DJ with, like yeah, choo, choo, yeah, choo 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 then we then i don't know it like well, it not, works we've only made two videos together me and andrew baker Three yeah, but and this one you know
0: baker three is oh, baker great. has a definition there you and, go
1: and chicken bone was with shane so,
0: yeah
1: i mean all, shane had a great process with that too
0: all great fucking videos bro oh,
1: so you help yeah. with the
2: shake John videos then
1: me and Shane made Chicken Bone. Oh. Chicken Bone. Well, we tried our best to do it, but we also had to have people come in and fix all the different formats because, like, you got to think about Chicken Bone was right in between uh, the formats of VX, and HD, and HD, yeah. Yeah. And HD, and iPhone.
3: Oh, but, God.
1: But, no, I stayed at Shane's, like, even though he's was sober, I, like, he let me, like, have beers and mm-hmm. we ordered food together. And, we, we, yeah, it was, like, two and a half, three weeks yeah. of, like, I've got this can you work on it? And then I was like, yeah, I'll work on it. But then you work on it.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I feel like, like amongst our crew, I mean, the crazy thing is about the, the Shakedown stuff is like before he had like flipping Reno and stuff. And then like when he came out, complete subs with the chicken bone video it was like, he had to have me to come in and help him with that one. And, mm-hmm. and, and I thought that video is very underrated. I even like such
0: a good video. I took, yeah
1: like to tell you the truth like i took a a few tricks out of like maybe i would have had a full parts in in the vans video if Mm -hmm. i hadn't have taken a few tricks that greg greg hunt filmed for that oh you put it in the oh okay yeah greg hunt filmed like quite a like and and greg was like damn that big spin that big spin flip was like a couple of the best tricks i ever filmed and i was like yeah, but at the time, like when you're going through knee surgeries, and mm. you're like, I want to put some shit out. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. I've never been like too like quick to put shit out, but sometimes you get you get into a hole where you're like, I got to put some. shit
0: Especially if you're hurt. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. It, it, you you feel this this weight on you, or like you're not doing it. You know, it's a yeah. it's a different it's, it's a different mind game when you're hurt.
1: It's a huge decision, you know. Like, yeah. I think when I put out like seven day weekend, the first one I ever put out, mm-hmm. I think it was like 2003 or something. That was my third ACL reconstruction. And I put three. out three, I put out every no, no, second. How many have you had? I've had uh six ACL reconstruction. Oh my, and both knees or one knee? Same knee, same knee. And then one just Mm -hmm. take the ACL and get the fuck out of it. I wish I did that in the first place.
0: Wait, you have no ACL? No. You
1: shouldn't have an ACL. I don't think it was. Should I get rid of mine? Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because like with muscle strength, you you don't even need an ACL. ACL is something that is that fucks up all everything. Like I'm sorry to say that anyone, if they want to talk to me about that Mm -hmm. shit after having six and spending like not millions of dollars. <laughs> that was on booze millions <laughs> millions of dollars that was on booze Go ahead. um but i've spent uh, just as much amount of money getting fixed as i have ex- as ex- drinking it and sure.
0: hurting it. without an acl though you're you're fine you could skate and everything's good
1: i've been at acl in six years
0: damn it's let crazy. me ask you a question with the new baker video being hd are you how do you feel about all that
1: I can see better.
0: You can see you can see better? <laughs> right. Right. No, because I'm, I'm super hyped to see this video just because it's HD.
1: I'm sure it'll be terrible.
0: Come on, bro. <laughs> you don't like the way it looks. I
1: guarantee <laughs> it. Uh, it'll just be another Baker video, but yeah, I guess Like the thing is, this HD probably won't even be good enough by the time it gets out. It might be like super
0: HD, super HD
1: super sonic HD. Need an 8K, 8, Yeah, it'll
0: be 10, 20K. I need K. to
1: smell my breath when I do a trick <laughs> to be excited anymore.
0: Did you smell Dustin Dolan's backside <laughs> flip? down was incredible. He smelled like Polo and Stella. I don't know. I'm just. Polo? I don't know. Do you wear? Do you wear a cologne? Do you wear? Yeah?
1: If I do wear a cologne, <sighs> it's called fucking amazing.
0: Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you seem all fucking amazing <laughs> during that clip. But uh no, no so you're so are you are you hyped on the HD because the HD and I don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. Absolutely not give a okay. fuck.
1: I can't tell the difference.
0: No? No. Mm.
1: No, because you, like hopefully there's some fucking high-eight footage of people like fucking puking on their own eyeballs. I don't know. Like doesn't matter to me as long as anyone looks great in the footage.
0: Okay,
3: Like,
1: look at the end of that, like, mid-90s movie when it shows, like, the old footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks For sure. Uh I don't think any of it matters. Like, yeah, sorry, Ty. I don't want the fucking drone flying through the air with lasers pointing out the middle of the board. Right. Like, like, I don't care. But who cares anyway?
0: Yeah. Merry Christmas, by the way. You know what I mean? I hope uh, Santa brings you everything that you wrote down on your list. Yeah. Yeah never wanted no but what, what do you what do you got going on right now you said you were flying uh you're you're going to paris or something
1: yeah um in my life has been a pretty extraordinary i've chased a lot of like women around mm. and now i'm moving to paris because i just got
0: married you could congratulations oh, wow. for Dude. the third time N- number three <laughs> Yeah, you think this is the one for for the rest of your life? Yeah, for sure. Okay, good. She's,
1: uh, I mean, I wouldn't compare her to the rest, because right. That's uncomparable. Yeah, yeah, for sure. To, to compare anybody to anybody else exactly. is very strange, right? It's like saying, "Would I marry one of you two? Which one? <laughs> would which, I would, have yeah, which would?
0: Yeah, which mirage?" <laughs>
1: no life is just like a a great journey. And um no no now just like cruise back to Paris. I Mm -hmm. like um
0: for me personally I like Is she from Paris or is she from where where where's she from? Yeah, she's French, yeah. Okay. She's from Paris. Okay, so now okay it makes sense. She's an architect. Oh
1: wow. But um I just like being in Europe a little bit more than America right now because like more straight. There's more, well, I mean, everything's yeah, a little blown out here. It's <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, we're not really uh, trying to go back to Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood high. high these days. But um, there's uh, a lot of stuff undiscovered, and I really, for me, like. Obviously, everything in Sydney's blown out. She even murdered that. And then, like, I murdered it before. And, like, mm-hmm. a lot of other skaters, like, Dean Palmer and should have murdered that. Right. And, and JK has murdered that. And, 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 like, you know, the city's a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. But in Paris, there's, like, a lot of cool spots. That, sure. Like, my friend Oscar Candon and, like, um, Remy. hmm Yeah, they, like, show me around to, like, kind of just suburban spots that feels like old... Old Melbourne, but like way bigger, mm-hmm. you know. But it, I just like being there because I, I don't really like want to talk to people anymore. Can you speak French? No, I can't speak French.
0: Perfect. You won't have to talk to anybody. <laughs> perfect. Yeah.
1: No, it's just like if you take a, if you take like six months out of the year to meditate,
0: mm-hmm. not
1: meditate like hippie wise, but just kind of like drink and not listen to people and just kind of sit there like and then you start going into your mind you start writing more and like Hmm. thinking about all the stuff you've done and trying to make like manipulative characters out of the ideas of what you have about what the world has always been to you
0: You, do you meditate and all that stuff no meditating is not listening right isn't that what meditation is my idea of meditation is literally sitting on my couch mindless television maybe just not doing anything maybe that's a form of meditation i don't know i don't know what
1: a form yeah i guess like if you say when i like sit there at a table and stare into space when i'm drinking beer it's Mm -hmm. kind of meditating people say that's like a way out or like do you have anything better to do and it's like maybe i'm thinking Mm -hmm. maybe i'm not and like people expect you to do so much and then they ask you, and like, why aren't you doing something today? And you're like, haven't I done enough, man. <laughs> I am. I'm drinking. Yeah. No, but it's not about drinking. It's just like, this is like orange juice. It's like nothing. It, like, if you drink too much orange juice, it hurts your belly, too. That's right. If you drink anything healthy, if mm-hmm. you drink 15,000 Earth Boss movies, it's going to fuck up your life. <laughs> Like if you, you know, if you drink anything, water, water. Yeah. Hey, the, Chris Fanner has a, a good thing. What happened to the guy that drank too much beer? He fell asleep. What happened to the guy that drank too much water? He drowned. He drowned. Yeah. It's actually the only thing that you can die of is drinking too much water. Thanks Fanner for that.
0: It's true. Though. Austrian tip. Right it's there. true. I miss you. Well, we got to wrap this up soon, Dustin, but let me tell me ask you, Raj. Oh, you should stay forever. You want to stay forever? Forever. Do you have enough card space, Raj? Forever. You're sleeping on couch. You got a new roommate. How yeah. about that, huh? I'm your Christmas present, Raj. Yeah. Uh-oh. Mm. Does he have to unwrap you? Mm. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Raj's it's sweater, right? Yeah. That's what's uh, doing it. No, but is there anything else you want to you want to touch on or talk about while we're while we're still here? In this life, right, mm-hmm. you know,
1: there's a lot of people that are straight laced and straight forward, straight through the board, tail's the noise, noise is the tail, you know? Sure. But I'm sorry to say what, like, a lot of people, no, actually, I'd like to uh, retort on that, mm-hmm. that that talk, is, uh, see, Andrew Reynolds, like, I stayed with him sober a couple times, right? Yeah. Like that's the condition. If I stay at Andrew's house, I have to be sober. Okay. So, what he what he said to me was something very powerful. Last year, he said nobody's actually caring what you're doing; they only care about themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which made me feel like sobriety is selfish. Why do you think? Why do you say that? Okay, but the second thing is, is what I would like people to know is that everything to do with where my tricks have been filmed in skateboarding had to do with chasing love oh, yeah. around the world. And I've been at so many women's houses and so many different places of love, not just of women, mm-hmm. of friends. Okay to try and search out the people that love me the most. And I think it's very important to know or to not like restrict yourself to any boundaries of a certain routine, which is definitely no offense on a AA list or a gym list, or I've gotta go work out with Dr. Dave. I gotta go work out with Dr. Eddie. Mm -hmm. I gotta go skate this park at this time. I'm sorry that OCD and routines are just as badly, badly effective on your life of losing your life as living your life. Right. Whereas if you chase women across the world, you chase anything that makes you happy, you follow a band, you like. Skateboarding is about not giving up on spontaneousness or spontaneity. Right. And... I'm sorry that I think the only people that are rich enough that can afford to live in a routine are the only people that can afford to live in a routine. And as weird as that sounds, and as much as I absolutely agree with routine is very healthy, mm-hmm. not everyone has that options, and I don't think if you cannot afford the option to have a routine, you should never be afraid to keep going until
0: you find it. Every, you can get stuck in a routine for years and years and years and years and not even realize that you're stuck in a routine. Mm. You know what I mean? I was working a job at a health food store, working there four years, didn't even realize until I found out that I was working there for four years. <laughs> and I shit. went in and quit right then and there on the spot. I said, fuck this, I could be here another four years. That's sick.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like you gotta. I mean, it's a little different, you know. People have kids and people have lives and stuff. Sure. But I'm sorry to say, if you're young and you don't have kids, fuck a routine. Right. (laughs) In any way, (laughs) I'd say fuck your girlfriend. Like we like whatever. Like if you're especially as a skateboarder, it's just like. If you don't have a kid, mm-hmm. then you, I mean even if you have a dog like you hopefully have some friends that love your dog as much as you do, but if you are seriously right now a brand new skater that's just getting close to success, fuck everybody and go and go for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Merry motherfucking
0: Christmas. <laughs> there <we> go, right? <laughs> it's true though, man. It's okay. true. But it sounds like you found love. <clears throat> You're moving to Paris. Are you gonna settle down into a routine or are you gonna keep going?
1: Mm, there's options of all types of different ways. You can like look at Stone. rest in peace. Mm-hmm. He had a wife and kids. Yeah. And he still managed to find a way to stay on the road and still be the fun guy. That, and yep. have a clean white t shirt when he came home. Mm-hmm. A gentleman. Yeah. A legend. Mm-hmm. So I mean, not to say that like the being a film off would never not be anybody's dream, like it was for Pete Stone. But I'm just saying for anybody, it's just like you can always find a way if a routine doesn't suit your style. Right. And an, a routine shouldn't always suit your style, because then you become everything that skateboarding was against. Yeah. Right. And.
0: Merry motherfucking Christmas, bitch! <laughs> no, but I I totally get what you're saying, though. You know, it's yeah. it's.
1: You gotta get the last word.
0: No, I. You have to have the last word. <laughs> was that your Was that your last word?
1: <laughs> Don't smoke.
0: <laughs> Don't smoke. <laughs> Listen, here's my last word. Thank you so much for coming by. This has been a Christmas miracle, everybody, huh? Dustin Dolan, yes. Leave would you? Faith. Would you like some Nine Club? Can we? Can we? Can we bless you with a, a couple of a Christmas present? You know, maybe a, a Nine Club mug, maybe a T-shirt, a sweatshirt, beanie, hat. We don't have hats, but uh, I don't need anything. Would you? Uh, what do, would you? Uh, a, a, fl- a switch flip Manny mug? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you want more beer? The thing is, is like. <laughs> I don't have any room in my luggage because I've been on a pikey for three months. Okay, but yeah, I'll, right. t- You can show me. I, I, I got like everyone should buy a nine club because. Oh, thank you, bro. By the way, these motherfuckers—they're doing it out of their house. This ain't no fucking studio. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a house. It's got dirty bathrooms, skate house, <laughs> like. Yeah, a queen basically, mother. if my wife came over here, she'd be like, nah, nah,
0: we're out. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. We're leaving to Paris now. now, now the nightclub's
1: legit studio. Thank you, nightclub. Thank Clubs. you, bro.
0: Thanks, Chris. Thank you, dude. Dustin, Thanks, Raj. Hey, you're the man. Thanks, Look at that, legends. huh?
1: In the camera pants over there. <laughs> <Camo> ah, pants.
0: <laughs> no shit,
1: <shadow. laughs> <laughs> All
0: good. <laughs> hey, and Merry Christmas. Best of luck to you.
1: Santa Claus, you cunt. Where's me Fucking bike.
2: Hey, I've opened all this hey, other shit. There's Dustin, nothing here I like. Dustin. What's my name?
1: There I can't <laughs> <laughs>